0: Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Bottom of the Bill. We got Nate Days on the show today. Thanks for being here, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, So for those who don't know, Nate's done art for literally everybody in the jam scene. Uh, Dead and Company, Pigeon's playing ping pong. Uh, I mean, the list goes on. I I read the resume. It's like pretty insane, (laughs) man. Uh, Before we get started, let's do the obligatory cheers. Yeah.
1: Thanks for coming over. Cheers. Thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. And, and meeting you for the first time, too. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> I really was. I tried so many times to go out to the Riverside Market, because I know you're there every Sunday. At our, right? It's, it's on Sundays? It's yeah, Saturdays. Saturdays. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I never uh, wake up in time on Saturday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know it's like over
1: at 3. Yeah,
0: right? over at 3. Well, you don't um, wake up till 3 p.m. on Saturdays? No,
2: when I was
1: working night shift. Oh. But Fridays can be rough, though. You know, you need to yes. need a rest. Exactly. But I yeah, agree. we're actually we're actually done with uh, with Ram until next year because uh, college football started and Saturdays are spoken for now. Yeah, so that is uh, true. So, so they're not doing Ram at all anymore. Oh, they are doing Ram, but I won't be there.
0: But okay, gotcha.
1: But yeah, I highly recommend for everybody to go because it's it's a lot of fun there.
0: Yeah, I, I I've been a couple of times. I always take people that are coming in from out of town there, and everything. It's like a cool time to show people, you know. Um, all right, so how'd you get started with the, with all with, like with what you do? Well,
1: uh, so I've always drawn, um, but I actually started off trying to. I'll take it back. I've always been a huge fan of music, and when I realized that I couldn't. Play drums professionally. I had to pivot, um, so I went to try and be a rock journalist. And um, after graduating college with a journalism degree, realized that I hated journalism and writing. And I am painfully shy, so interviewing people was the most nerve-wracking thing. Um, and I. The only thing that made me happy was drawing. So I went back to school for gra- graphic design. Started um, doing flyers for friends' bands and local uh, local promo flyers, uh, flyers for venues, and then um, eventually just kept building a portfolio and then um, getting getting commissioned to do
0: do real posters. Was that in, like a uh was that something? Was that a side of, of the industry that you were always like kind of drawn to, or were you trying to explore, just you just kind of fell into it, or how, how'd you get make or you know into that side of it? That so when
1: I when I went back to school for graphic design, the end goal was to like the only thing that interested me was designing for music projects, nice. doing <laughs> doing gig posters, um, doing album artwork. Like that was my final project. Was a whole like album album package with the promotional poster and and all that um really
0: that's very cool yes well i'm just curious what else was what was like what else was in that package um gosh i I have to
1: remember now but it was like uh the whole like the liner notes the whole uh album design cd cover because we listened to cds back then right um and like how to create a a fake tour poster and
0: put all these fake dates on it and uh, but yeah. Awesome man. Very cool. Um, So when did you start kind of getting commissioned to like the bigger bands? So I worked
1: really hard and was doing like cold calls to any band that was coming to town which um, living in South Florida was not not many bands. We yeah. had, uh, like, two two whole venues down there. <laughs> um, That's true. But eventually, it, it, my name started getting out there as, like, the South Florida guy. Um, and I did my first real... Poster for Built to Spill in 2010. I love them. Yeah, I fucking so love that good. band.
2: Yeah, I, I, they're still. I can't remember when they first came out. That uh, uh, God, what is? I have one of their records over there too. But I, I, I love that band. Sorry. I've met What kind of music are they? have
1: Never. It's heard. indie rock. Oh, okay. yeah, indie rock. Say. But their lead guitarist is just. He's phenomenal. Yeah. Nice. Uh, but yeah. Um. Just was really reaching out uh to everybody and um had a day job at the same time uh i worked at a cruise line which it was it was awesome i wish i would have been happier there um but basically went the nine to five and then would go home and work on gig posters uh for whatever i could get my hands on
0: that must have been must have gotten burnt out pretty quickly
1: with the day job, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just had my, my time budget of, like, go to bed at 3 a.m. and uh, wake up the next morning, go to work, and then do it all over. And Fuck, man.
0: Yeah. What, what, I'm curious what, what it was like coming up in the art scene down there. Were you involved in, like, were you going out to shows and doing, like, like live art at all? Or, like, how did you get plugged in? Uh, never do live art. Um, that would be just way
1: too much pressure yeah, for me. You. But, um, <laughs> like, I would... So a lot of the times like the deal was I would do a 50-50 split with the band where they might not have a merch guy that night. And so I would be slinging my posters um, at the shows and at the end of the night settle up for whatever we sold. They get 50 percent. I get 50 percent and uh, go with that. And just, uh, yeah, just so you subpro- grinding.
0: So you just approached bands like that. Yes. Yeah. And then did you have like any mentors coming up? That might have been already involved in the scene or anything?
1: Yeah, not not so many mentors to give me advice. Like when I got a little bit bigger I would reach out to my poster art heroes. Um, like Mark Spusta is he's like one of my poster gods and he gave me some good advice and uh, Justin Helton who's uh, status seragraph you've seen you've seen his posters if you've seen any any jam band. Um, he was really helpful coming up.
0: Okay, cool, and what kind of advice were they giving you? or A
1: lot of, well, a lot of it was just like, don't read comments, and oh, yeah. um, <laughs> kind of like business advice, you know, like what to, maybe not what to charge, but just kind of like little things here and there.
0: Yeah, yeah. what's your favorite comment that you've seen from people on oh, either Jesus. your art or anyone else's? <laughs> Fuck. Um, <laughs>
1: so uh, one of my first huge posters was for 311 and they were my uh, favorite band growing up like this was i actually was like looking through uh the blue album and looking at the liner notes and was like this is what i want to do when i grow up was design stuff like this
0: yeah
1: um so my very first poster for them they reveal it the like right an hour before the show starts and the very first comment is do you know that meme with the uh the gymnast who's like oh yeah (laughs) that was the very first comment (laughs) oh great Uh, and then immediately after worst worst poster of the of the tour i'm like oh man uh oh man but uh so learn very quickly just not to not to read comments. Um,
0: you know, I I kind of find it fascinating with the comments. So people can get pretty creative with how nasty they can get in those oh, yeah. things. I'm awful. You are. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I are will, you one of those people that like trolls the internet? Oh my god. Like, oh, crazy. I, hate like you. I do it all the time.
2: Why? What, well, just mostly what if, I, if what they're saying is like pissing me off or something. Do you do like it that.
0: to Do you do it to artists? No, I would. I would, ne- hope I would, I would never <laughs> yeah. do it to
2: a musician. Like that. That's like. Suicide basically yeah. <laughs> like doing that. You don't shit on other people's work. Yeah. You're making work. But uh uh yeah, I'll, I'll definitely mess around with I them. F- I feel like I Do it to you like every day. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you call you go on my post and make it look at asshole. Somebody all the time.
2: stole his speakers out of his car, we're still looking for the thief and I just everybody's in, like, Oh, I'm so sorry, and I was just like,
1: It was me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, <immediately. laughs> I was just like, Yeah, and nobody be, laughed at it except yeah. for you. I was like, I'd well. be real happy if it was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's your back and forth, though. I yeah, yeah. Guys- but, <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I feel like, God, especially with 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 artists, like if people realize what went into it and the dedication that it took, and it's not just it's not just drawing the thing. It's all of everything else that goes into um, what we do. Maybe they think twice about saying something shitty, you know? Yeah,
0: and I would hope so, man. I, I want to think that people aren't genuinely that bad, you know? But I think that there's also a thing with being removed. You know, you just had a keyboard, and you can just say whatever comes to your mind real quick with no consequences. Exactly. So it's just like, you know, and they feel like the only consequence is that you're hurting somebody's feelings, and you don't really know, because you never have to deal with seeing them, right. you know? Right,
1: fuck that person, right? Yeah. They, you don't have to, never have to see them.
0: We had a, we put out our first music video... Uh, for the album back in May. And uh, one guy comments on it like, this is trash or something. <laughs> and then Sean just goes like, thanks for listening.
1: <laughs> well, that's a great response. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, man, people get pretty nasty. Uh, especially at what, like... Like when you're at, a, if you're a band like at, at the level that we're at, where like you're not getting like hundreds and hundreds of comments, or they're bearing the bad ones. Like that one shitty comment is like the only thing that you see, and you're just like, wow. It just, like just, it hit just hit the stays delete at button. The top the whole <laughs> yeah, time. it stays at the top. <laughs> it's the worst, man. Um, so, so it's so it's interesting that you come to, to Jacksonville from from South Florida. Because I feel like the the music scene is definitely, I'd say, probably a little bit. It's probably thriving a little bit more here. I feel like the art community down there is so much bigger between Miami and and Fort Lauderdale, even Palm Beach now.
1: It, to a degree, well, so not not my art. Okay. Um, like, so in this year being in Jacksonville, I have been embraced so much more than I ever have uh, down in South Florida. Like, I feel like I'm actually part of the scene here in a year versus. Grinding every single day to be noticed and we do something down there. So I felt and, too. And there's actually well, uh, just being in the mu- the music scene, you know, we we have a, lo- a local music scene up here.
0: Right, so. right. <laughs> yeah, it's weird down there, right? There's so many people and like there's a lot of great players, but the scenes are so like n- clicky. To I mean, not that, uh, they're kind of, they're kind of clicky everywhere, but th- those scenes are like. Like you got to I don't know. I've I grinded <laughs> down there for years, man. Could not break in. I mean, I was in a touring blues band. Still felt like I wasn't even in the blues scene. You know what I mean? Or like yeah. in any music scene. That came to Jacksonville, and people instantly were just like, "Yeah, come on, like let's go, like let's let's work." You know? You think this place is a music city? Uh, I wouldn't say it's a music city, I'm serious. I'm but I'd say, say that question. it has a good music scene. Yeah, I
2: think it does too, and it's just it's it's not dying. Yeah, it, it's doing the opposite of that. I mean, we just got Underbelly popping up, and like, like big. I can't wait till next year when it starts, like, kind of like picking up a little bit more, hopefully. But uh, it's it's ridiculous the bands that they they've got there. I can't remember was this band's Cold? what is the name of the band? I don't really know who they are, but they like just sold it out. That's a pretty hard place to sell out like that yeah, many like, people. You know what I mean? Like
0: six hundred cap or something. I'm excited. Yeah, for sure. I think it's growing too. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm.
2: And it seems like in the jam band community here, anyways, for at least the jam band, I don't know, in any of the other scenes really, because I'm not really in them. But like, yeah, everybody's friends and everybody's welcoming, and no one's gonna shit on you or big time you and all that shit.
0: Pretty good reggae scene here too, I think, and also. Um, I'm not saying there's hardcore not. shows do I'm pretty just well.
2: Just saying what you said, which is mm-hmm. like, yeah, everybody will embrace you real quick.
0: Yeah. So. Um, the city
2: of brotherly love. That's what they call it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, so how long were you working down there before you came up here? Um, let's see. Um, so I went. I went back to school,
1: uh, in Atlanta, um, and then left Atlanta in two thousand nine. Um, to to go down to South Florida and get a get a real job. Mm-hmm. Um, and then was doing that job until 2016 and then after that we uh, we just moved up last year okay so so yeah, from 2009 to 2020
0: wow so a long time <laughs> yeah it's yeah. it's it's rough it's it's a rough uh scene down there man mm-hmm. um what was atlanta like Atlanta's awesome yeah uh, yeah. You tell I, that to Bill he hates it I'm uh,
1: not a big fan of that city y- no. you guys just played there right Or we no, were going we were to going show got to, canceled, and got canceled unfortunately. Uh, sh- yeah. sorry to hear that eh, love sorry.
0: COVID thanks yeah. COVID
1: it's, it's been great yeah <laughs> um, but yeah Atlanta was great there's well there's so many venues there and there's always something to do and um, yeah I had a hard time leaving leaving that city but uh, it, was, it, was, it was for the best were you working down there or up there at all um, I was working at a restaurant and a copy shop. I mean, as, um, an, as an artist, were you working? As, as an artist, doing doing flyers, yeah, for the doing flyers for the Earl, and um, yeah, just any friends' bands that would allow me to do their flyers. So,
0: did you ever have like any situations where the, where you did a flyer for somebody and they were like? This is terrible. Yes. Really? Yeah, I've, <laughs> had, I, I've had plenty of those. Um, they're like, so, "Yeah, we're not we're not going to use this." So, I'm, <laughs> I'm curious
1: like doing it for free.
0: Yeah. For free. <laughs> so, I'm curious as to what in those scenarios did you do wrong, do you think? And how did you like what have you learned to make yourself uh, be I guess more malleable as an artist working with bands? I would say, okay, so I had just
1: finished um, with the Art Institute in Atlanta and in a, with a graphic design degree. So within those two years of being at the Art Institute, I went from hand-drawing everything to not drawing anything at all. It was all computer work. And eventually, which a lot of it was so bad. Um, so eventually I got got stuck just trying to find the perfect image to base something off of or the perfect typeface and and it was taking forever and I was like, "Well, I could just draw what I need, what I need it to be." And that cha- that changed everything. And then so just doing that and doing the work and getting better at who I am and what I'm doing has just that's what's made the name for myself and you know, just being myself more has gotten bigger clients so
0: yeah so like you like you feel like you've kind of found your obviously your style and like you have a, a kind of like a stamp that goes in everything that you do uh, always working on that so. yeah yeah it's kind of what, what everyone's trying to do i think as an artist mm-hmm. right yeah but i can see yours from like a mile away i <laughs> love and i love it too
2: like it's like you really 100 percent have like your own style that's like just so i don't know a landmark style it's great Oh, I appreciate I'm that. Right now, I I wanted to <laughs> admire for so long. Are you sorry? You're here. <laughs> yeah. I just like I just love your artwork so fucking much. It's amazing. Oh, I, re-
1: I appreciate that. Thank you.
2: And I've always been so jealous of artists because I can't I can't do anything artistic I've, at all. Well,
1: yeah, like You close. Even musically. I feel I feel the same way. No, that's different. I feel I feel the same way the other way around. Oh, about so. for music, yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's like a left brain right brain sort of deal, but I'm just
0: I feel like it's got to be like everything else, right? Like, people say, when people tell me that, that, well, I'm just not talented. I can't play an instrument. It's like, well, you probably haven't sat down down and practiced. It's the same thing with, with Yeah, I haven't practiced either. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like it's got to be, like, almost an insult to you for someone like, well, I just don't have that natural gift that you have. Right. Like, you came out of the womb just, like, being an amazing artist.
1: I wish. Yeah, no. Um, (laughs) But that's like anything. So, you find what you're passionate about, and that's what you dedicate your time to. So like you guys found music and you got great at w- what you do and so I'm still still always constantly working at getting better. So that's what I'm passionate about and that's What is
2: what is uh what's practice look like I for was an artist?
1: Just about that. That's hey. what I was
2: wondering. You know like uh cuz like for me I'm like all right, well I should learn how to play a new song and then like perfect it, transcribing it. That's That's, what they that's say. the term, yeah, that's term but, right?
0: Uh, 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 be less of a musician, Bill. Yeah,
2: be more a musician, <laughs> and then do like scales and all that other stuff. But yeah, but how do you how do you practice?
1: Well, it's just so I'm always, for the most part, I always have a sketchbook on me, and so if I'm not working on something, I feel like I have to be doing something with my hand, and so like I'm out camping and will be drawing the tree in front of me. So that's that's practice to me, totally. cons- constantly sketching and trying to capture a leaf better, you know, and then doing that. And then when it comes time to getting an assignment, you kind of look back at these sketches and it's like, oh, okay, that this was an idea I wanted to go back
0: on. So... It's kind of similar to to, to, to like, when you have, like, a song idea or something. Like I always take out, like, my phone. I'll be, like, on a gig or something or driving home and i hear, like, an idea. And I'll take my phone out and just, like, hum it into the phone. Or I'll be, like, just riffing on something on the guitar. And I'm like, oh, that's a cool riff. Let me log that. And then I'll get, when I'm, like, feeling inspired to write something but I can't come up with an idea, I'll just go back to my phone and see, you know, just try to come up, you know, like, work mm-hmm. on something like that, you know sounds like it's a pretty similar process. Yeah,
1: that was something I wanted to ask you guys like how do you how do you come up with new stuff? Like uh, like how do you ad lib with with something?
2: Um I I always just like whenever I sit down to like practice uh the first like at least I think every musician's like this, every like fucking like th- at least 15 minutes you're just like just noodling you're just like just going around Almost like I guess scribbling this Yeah is the, Like you're just like I don't know Just let your brain work or Whatever And then you're just like Playing stuff and chords And melodies And then all of a sudden You play this like one thing You're like ooh Fuck yeah And then it just I don't know Then you just have this idea And you kind of just like Build it over and over again, like, and it just becomes something. Yeah, it's very strange. Yeah,
0: sometimes like you. you I don't know where it comes from, but yeah, that's it. You get that (laughs) aha moment. Yeah. But then
2: there's there's another aspect of it too, which is which is uh, harder for a lot of people. But when people are like, I I'm going to sit down and write a song now, and the song is going to sound like this. And a lot of people can't do that. But if you put your mind to it, it's just like anything else. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna I don't know I'm gonna paint the Eiffel Tower. I feel like. (laughs) trying to do analogies but i feel like they're way off
1: (laughs) (laughs) well well, i feel like when i sit down and have that like i'm gonna draw this thing and this is i know exactly how it's gonna look and this is what it's gonna do like this is this is how i'm gonna do it that's when i sit there for hours with nothing being accomplished and everything that i've tried to do it's like oh nope that's that's not working i gotta go gotta go like back to loosey-goosey and then i'll my wife will come in. It's like, well, why don't you just do this? And it's like, oh shit, you're right. <laughs> uh,
0: There's no worse feeling to me than a, like than spending like a day of what you think is like trying to be productive and then coming out with nothing, nothing at the end of it. Yeah. And it's literally like I could have just sat down and watched TV all day. This that that would have f- felt better than what I just did today. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you know. Yeah, when you have nothing, like I accomplished nothing today. Yeah. But I. Done all this re- research, I guess. Like, yeah, it's I know now not what to do.
0: <laughs> right, something. There's days where I'll sit down. Cause like I, I have like different ways that I practice. So like uh, when I practice, I try to have an intention of what I'm practicing that day. So like it'll be either I'm, I'm gonna work on writing a, a song, or I'm going to work on technique, or I'm gonna work on you know rhythm stuff. So I'll sit down with a metronome. And then there's some days where I can't really, like pick or choose what i want to practice so uh-huh. i'm like i'm like bouncing back and forth between you know i'm gonna try some technique oh, that's a cool idea let me try to write a song with this maybe i should do it to a metronome and I start going back and forth with all this shit i'm just like i don't know what to fucking like work on today <laughs> and i've spent like three hours trying to like figure out what i'm doing and nothing's happening here you know it's like just it's just not a good feeling it's
1: i i know that feeling yeah <laughs> yeah
0: that's
2: but you know, like those like writing prompts that they give you, in like, and well, you were in journalism, really? yeah. They'll be like, "All right, write a story with this is the, the this one line," and then write it out like that. There's this uh, TikToker that uh, does that, and what he what he does is like, "All right, uh, write the uh, song of I don't know uh, uh, the killer." Somebody told me, but doing doing it in that style of Talking Heads and that's what he does all day and then it's amazing. That's cool. But that's that's sometimes you gotta get out of your comfort zone a little bit like that and and but you don't come up with that idea to like you know your wife or somebody comes up and yeah. tell you like do it this way. You're like oh shit okay mm-hmm. fine. That's,
0: a, that's an interesting um, I'll send him your stuff, his stuff. Yeah. It's, it's so funny. <laughs> do this song in a style of so and so. That's yeah. a cool te- practice technique for sure. Yeah. Have you ever try and do that? You ever try like emulate an artist?
1: Well getting started that's all I did, yeah. like I borrowed so much from from my heroes.
0: Like, borrowed's a fun word that artists and musicians yeah. <laughs> use to steal. By the way, kids. Uh-huh. Oh, that's <laughs> I, that was going to be my next.
1: It's <laughs> like sometimes I borrowed too much, and yeah. um, I've, I've definitely have crossed lines of of stealing from people who I admired and loved, and uh, just to get to that next stage, and. I've met some of them, and uh, uh, Jeff Wood, for example, uh, he, he's such an amazing concert poster, he's a legend, and I, I met him one day and I'm like, you know that my lettering style, my lettering style was basically me trying to copy your lettering style, and he's like, Yeah, well, that's what we all do. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, it's yours now. So, like, okay.
0: Well, thank you. Like, that's a very cool response. You could have just been a total dick. Like, why don't you come up with your own shit, bro? Yeah. You know?
1: Well, that's. Yeah. I met him. I'm like,
0: you know, I'm sorry, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think that's part of the growing pains. As when you're first getting started, it's like, you have to have a point of reference, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, like. I was and trying to be, like, Eric Clapton and Stevie Ray Vaughan when I first started, you know. And I'm, oh. like, I'm still not, like, anywhere close either of them. But, uh, uh you know, whatever. I, like, I had
2: an entire band that was a complete rip-off Disco, Disco Biscuits, Biscuits. Yeah, totally. like, for four years. Yeah. Like, the, nobody else played that style of music except for them. And we're like, that seems to be my favorite band, too. That's weird that yeah. I sound just like them. <laughs> <laughs> but in the process of going
0: through that, you find your own sound. You find you your know? own voice, yeah. yeah.
1: It's like that... W- w- so the comments used to always be like oh it looks like it looks like a spusta it looks like uh, uh, Alan Forbes you know and now eventually it's, it's come into it's own like oh, okay that's a day's piece um, that's awesome So, it, well and hopefully for the, for the better and hopefully yeah. it can continue to be like okay I, I think I'm doing my own thing now but there's always,
0: there's always the influences um, will always be there do uh do you guys collaborate at all with each other like is there like a network of artists that get together and do things like that especially like poster art and that kind of stuff it's a pretty
1: like small circle like yeah. we all i think we know who
0: each other are and we
1: for the most part try to help each other like pump each other up on facebook and instagram um there are some some players out there who are in it for themselves
0: uh, uh, you, you, like that look at, right now I like I saw that you saw the name or the, or yeah. the face in your, in your head at that moment but but <laughs> big, for the most part timers, man,
1: yeah. but for the most part we're a pretty helping community and um, I'm not good on collaborations like so I, I've collaborated on a few pieces where um, a buddy of mine Eric Harbeling, who's an amazing muralist. Um, we've done a few prints together and they've all turned out really well but the whole process is I'm too controlling with it so like to do collaborative pieces is is tough for me but we're a good network out there is our band a collaborative piece because there's four people
2: doing it at once Uh, Well, yeah all bands uh,
0: are collaborative pieces not all bands are collaborative I take I think that there's definitely. I mean, we we're a collaborative band for sure because we all write and then we all or if we, we bring an idea to the table and then everyone kind of adds their own thing on it. That's not every band. Though. That's not every band. There's I mean, a lot of bands out there where someone's writing the entire thing and then there's hiring musicians to play. Yeah, of course. You know, that's but that's not collaborative. That's mm-hmm. one have, person writing well, music. Just, all right, whatever.
2: Uh, this is getting so,
0: like a so so you
1: semantics guys, you guys are <laughs> collaboration.
0: Then yeah, yeah, we're a collaboration. That's what I mean. Yeah, but like, it's cool too. Like like, there's another aspect of collaborating. Like, I've been doing like these. Like, since COVID started, I've had some friends from around the country. We've done different collaborations and stuff. Some of it were, like, like original compositions. Others were, like, you know, covers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I tried to do with the original stuff was, like, okay, I'm going to write this part. And I'm going to give it to you. And then you're just going to add something. And I'm going to, like, not say anything about it. Even though, naturally, as an artist, like, you have your own idea of where you want it to yeah. go but you have to like take that like your ego out of it for a minute and say this this is why we're doing this so let's stay true to what we're doing you know and that's that is hard to do i will yeah. say
1: i did one collaboration um with uh my other poster friend Owen Murphy who's just killing it right now um and that's basically how we did it he's like i want you to do the rough sketch i'm going to ink it and then i want you to put color in and then i'm going to put the highlights in it and it was just like no no direction either way. Just feeding like, off yeah. what
0: each other's doing. Uh, what, what, do you do you have that available somewhere?
1: Yeah, it was uh, for Pigeons Playing Ping Pong's uh, Home Fest nice. during, uh, during COVID, so okay. like, yeah, that was, and it turned out really well.
0: Hey everyone, just wanted to take a second to talk to you about one of our favorite music venues, Blue Jay Listening Room. Blue Jay is a space for true music lovers where every ticket is a backstage pass. Silence your cell phones, enjoy a nice glass of wine or craft beer, and be part of an intimate experience unlike anywhere else in Jacksonville. Here, national and local artists sing their original songs and share the stories behind them in a space carefully curated for the premiere show going experience. I personally have seen some of my favorite shows here as well as having played in some of my heroes. Not only is Blue Jay a wonderfully unique experience, it has become a staple in the Florida music scene. Mention Bottom of the Bill on your next visit and receive 10% off your tab. Blue Jay is located at 2457 3rd Street South, Jacksonville Beach. And be sure to check out www.bluejayjax.com for news, ticketing, and events. I'm curious
2: we really need a young Jamie for this episode. I just keep on thinking about like, I'm like, okay, can I see a picture of that? The yeah, whole time? we <laughs> like, can. We, we can. Let's, fu- let's start a music podcast <laughs> and then, like, look, all right, Let's start a podcast about art so everybody can listen to us talk about <laughs> <Yeah>. it.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: what did it look
0: like?
1: <laughs> so there's there's a big old mushroom, yeah, okay, um, and then some pigeons around it. So. That sounds about right. Dope, yeah. dope.
0: Uh, well, we could probably find it and just put it up on the screen yeah. for him, right? Okay, here it is. Here it is. <laughs> what an amazing piece of art that was. It's, it's beautiful. <laughs> um, I'm curious uh, how you got linked up with some of those bands because a lot of those guys are up northeast, and you know, or even out west. So it's uh, it's just-
1: um, so I don't know if uh, you know, the poster artist John Warner. He's if you're in it in the industry. He has worked with everybody, okay. and um, he's done posters for further. All, uh, awesome. Everybody, um, it, but he is the merch guy for Disco Biscuits, and has created his empire, um, Highline merch. Um, he got me the first Mo gig that I did, um, and. So, it was a combination of cold calling everybody who was coming to town and hopefully doing their South Florida poster, and then eventually getting guys like John to reach out and be like, I've been looking at your stuff, and would you like to do something for Disco Biscuits? I'm like, oh, fuck, fuck yeah. Yes, yes, I would. <laughs> um, What'd you do for them? I've done a bunch of stuff for them. No shit, really? Yeah. I love it. Actually, uh just did. I just finished the poster for them. They were gonna be playing at um, the Westville Music Bowl, the the tennis court up in uh, New Hampshire. Okay, definitely um, never heard of that wow. before. It, but it got canceled. Like, oh yeah, last they played second. the
2: Philly Stadium, man. They're yeah. from Philadelphia. They, they played the the stadium. Oh, they're from the, Philly. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but yeah, man,
1: that's awesome. Did you get to like talk to them or anything, or just like? I have not met them. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not good at. Meeting the bands. You should and stuff. never meet
2: your heroes. I know that. I sure. learned.
1: I learned that when I was a, a rock and roll journalist. Yeah. Um. Just. <laughs> um. Do you know the band? And and you will know us by the trail of death Yeah, man. Yeah. I
2: haven't heard about this since like 2004. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: that's how old I am, and that's when I <laughs> was doing awesome <laughs> Um So, yeah, like I, I interviewed uh, their uh, Jason Reese, their drummer, guitar player, and like so on stage there are these gods to me and then he comes up to me and he's shit-faced after the after the gig and he's like this tall on me (laughs) oh my god oh man it ruined everything (laughs) (laughs) it's like still love them they're 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 fantastic but
0: yeah, but he's just a little short for your liking. <laughs> yeah. I've never I've never It's like other people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I've, I've
2: never met anybody that was like, oh, no, that's not true. Except what happens to me is then I just act like an idiot. Because I, I, most people like freeze up. I over-talk. I met uh, Jamie Shields at the New Deal, and he's like... My favorite keyboardist of all time. He's the best, and I was just—well, that's a lot of yeah. that's I was
0: just like how do you come up with your stuff? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the well, stupid shit like that. Oh yeah, and did. Eli Winderman
2: from Dove Pie too. I totally forgot it. I asked him, oh, "What's yeah, your bro- what's your repertoire?" <laughs> <laughs> because I know that he went to Berkeley, and then he would do classical piano, and I was doing classical too. And he just he looks at me like this. And he goes, "What's my repertoire?" Yeah. <laughs> and then just walks away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm like, no.
0: You deserve that though. Now that's
2: a man when you meet in person. and You're like, holy fuck, you're tall. He's like yeah. six five. Yeah really tall. But Anyways,
0: <laughs> have you ever done work for Dopapod? Yes. Nice. And
1: actually, I'm about to start on another one for them.
0: So really? Are they yeah. going back on the road?
1: Um. Yeah, man. Are you kidding me? Have you seen their fucking tour?
0: I've seen a few Dude. things, but I didn't know they were doing like a. Are they doing like an album Huge and everything? Tool.
2: I don't know if they're doing an album, but
1: yeah, I did. So the uh, the return of Dopapod, I did a poster for. Um, and then I'm doing something. Um, I'm not sure where it's going to be, but it's gonna be like one of their Halloween part their Halloween
0: run. So. Nice. Are you, are you dropping some, some secret shit right now that we're not supposed to know about? I don't think so. You're yeah. uh, <laughs> like announcing dates for them? They no, announced? yeah.
2: They have that. <laughs> I remember there's there's a Halloween run in there, but their, their tour is yeah, ridiculous. Been, it's like the whole country, man. I yeah, did they've been say, getting a lot of good art. Lately. I
0: remember seeing a a, a a poster with the dates on it now, actually. But I'd like to I'd like them to do another album. That'd be great. Yeah. Guys, if you're hearing this, like, I want you to do another <laughs> album. So just... Go ahead and do that. Thank I you.
2: want you to keep doing Octave Cat. That's yeah. what I like. Oh, I want Octave Cat <laughs> to succeed also. That band is fucking
0: amazing. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh, I, great too. Sorry. I love Dopapod I it's, it's so Maybe different, I'll get though. to meet
2: Eli Winterman again and I can do a second take at it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> get a chance to redeem yourself.
2: No, there's no chance.
0: I yeah, I'm sure he remembers you.
2: Actually, I forgot. We did play a festival together, uh when they were first starting out and they headlined, and then I had already embarrassed myself before, but I was like, he doesn't remember me. And then he came I was I was just playing on my keyboards and someone told him like you should go check out this kid's keyboards, got a lot of mugs and everything like that. And he comes up and I'm just like and he's just like <laughs> Like just looking at all that stuff, Jesus. and I just go like, and it just doesn't say anything to me. It's just like like that, and he just like walks away. Awesome. <laughs> so yeah, that's a good setup.
0: Yeah. It's a good setup. But anyways, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> you're the, you're my hero. I, I uh, I've always wondered like because like they, they were kind of taking a break for a while. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, i I'm always curious as to when bands take a break and then like. Come back out of nowhere! I'm always like, "Did you guys just need money? <laughs> is that what's going on?" Because like I, I mean, obviously music is a part of it, but they, but they, but they were all kind of doing their own thing. Like Rob Campo had his own. I didn't know uh, what,
2: he had, what he was doing, but Octave Cat was so Octave
0: good. Cat, and like they all had like their own thing going on afterwards. But it's all like a part of me is like, well, those probably weren't making much money. So Dope Pods, like, you know, they're not like huge, but they're big enough where they're probably making a little bit of money each yeah, of them. You know,
1: people were really excited when they came back.
0: Yeah, for sure. So I always just look at that. And it's just it's hard for me, like as a as a as a professional musician, to look at that and be like, oh yes, they're back together because they love playing with each other. They love the music. It's like, yeah, they probably just need the money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or maybe their other projects weren't as fulfilling, and right, this is this is where their heart was, and they needed the the time off to, to realize that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's that's a yeah. positive way of looking at I it. S-
2: <laughs> I still remember like when they were first started. They played the Mellow Mushroom in Jacksonville Beach. What? Yep. And it was, it like, there may have been, like, I don't know, 40 people there or something like that. Back in the day, like, the Mellow Mushroom at Jack's Beach was popping off. That was a really cool f- place to play. I can't believe it. Like, they would turn the lights off, bring in, like, whole fucking uh, lighting equipment and everything like that. I played there several times. But, yeah, dope was just like, we'll play Mellow Mushroom. And they just did. I was like, I'm so happy I got to see them. They played their Led Zeppelin medley. Have you ever seen them do that no. before? They play every song from Led Zeppelin in about five minutes. It's ridiculous. It's not like really, really fast, but like every like famous riff or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking cool. That's awesome. They don't do that anymore. That's too cheesy, apparently. Maybe they should do that again. Yeah, that would yeah. be dope. Bring that back. That would be dope. A <laughs> <The> pod.
0: <laughs> oh, That's so good. Yeah. It's dad joke of the century right there. No,
2: no, no not really. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty good,
0: though. Solid. Solid. <coughs> Sorry, I drink my water. Real I
2: don't, quick. Know, I was very It's bad timing.
0: <laughs> Billy smokes meth in the show. It's really uh, not a good meth. look, but I mean, you know, he's from Kentucky, what are you going to do? Do you want to fight it? No, I don't. I don't smoke.
2: Why would you say that? I'm just saying
0: so that the people know what's going on.
2: No, this is uh, I quit smoking. It's been uh, uh, 10 days. Congratulations. Yeah. I'm trying my best.
0: Um, have you ever worked for somebody that you were like kind of starstruck with?
1: Oh, all the time. Really? Yeah, Lucky like you. every band that you work with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like uh, well, Dead and Company. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was about to say for sure. Yeah, further. <laughs> um, uh, so, getting into gig posters, like um, I'm a I'm a child of Wani, the spirit of Suwanee Music of Fest or Music Park, and Almond Brothers. So Almond Brothers were my be-all end-all that was the only thing that my dad and I agreed on musically growing up Um, and so when I got into gig posters the goal was to one day do an Allman Brothers poster and one day I got the call from Greg Allman and like directly,
0: or what? Oh no, he no. never saw any of them. I was just yeah, <laughs>
1: but from his uh, merchandise company. Okay. Um, and I was with my wife at the time, and just like read the email, I think on my phone at Publix, and was jumping up and down, and um, <laughs> so like that was like, oh my god. That's amazing, um, man. So yeah, that was, I and mean, that was the uh, pretty much well the closest I could get. Uh, doing it and then did did one for butch trucks uh shortly after and so it's like all right i'm gonna check that one off
0: yeah hell yeah so like any uh, uh, do you notice uh that like people are using the same merch companies or are are they like the same companies reaching out to you for different people
1: yeah so there's there's a handful of merchandise companies that handle a lot of the bigger bands and so once you get a good rapport with them it's like they come back to you and it's like okay we think you'd be a good fit for this band and it's like oh god i didn't know you were working with this band so that
0: that's awesome mm-hmm. so then i'm curious maybe i don't know how much of it uh, how much about it you know but like so they're using companies to basically fulfill their merch orders and then they outsource some of the work i would imagine that they can't do in-house and maybe the posters or flyers being one of those things.
1: Yeah, that's exactly how it works. So they will hire this company to handle basically all of their merchandise. And so I'm not sure what the what the cut is for sure. for them, but they're the ones who reach out to the individual artists and like we would like you to do the shirt for this tour. We would like you to do this poster and it kind of takes it away from the band. They don't have to worry about that and they're getting their guaranteed whatever. say so they, they kind of pick and choose which artist they think would be good for the Ray project.
0: It's amazing. I can't wait to have someone do that for us. Yeah.
2: It would be amazing. Oh, god. Yeah. The less you have to work on other stupid shit, not saying
1: that anything you do is stupid, but then you don't oh, <laughs> you can focus on your own stuff. Oh, I understand. Like that's <laughs> like I wish so like I I mean I have to deal with my fulfillment and uh, It's not just the drawing of the poster. Like, I wish I could just focus on the actual artwork, but it's the answering emails and rolling up every order that I get. And, like, there's a lot of time that is taken away from actually doing the artwork. And I I would imagine that's the same as being in a band. You have to do all of your, your promotion, your get your merchandise out there and
0: yeah it's it's fucking brutal man it's like really insane how much work (laughs) because it's not just getting
1: up there and playing right it's
0: like literally that's like five percent of the whole thing and uh i guess it's like any career that you choose though it's like we were talking uh our drummer aaron was talking about he does like mental health counseling for his day job that's what my wife does oh really yeah nice uh that they might know each other that's kind of (laughs) wild um he was uh he was saying that uh all the stuff that goes on in the back, end is like, like literally the part that I'm passionate about is only like 10%. It's like, that's not why I got into this field. And I was like, man, every, every career that you have is going to be 10% of what you're passionate about, and the rest is, is bullshit. But hopefully that 10% is enough to keep is you enough there. enough to keep you there, exactly. You know, and that's what, it's like, I don't know. It's just... just,
1: just yeah, doing the part that you love, it makes the other 90%. Tolerable. Exactly.
0: That's literally what it is for music for me, man. It's like playing shows or really, like, I love being in the studio, as Billy has learned on this show. Yeah. And, um, like, doing that kind of stuff for me is, like, this is worth all the bullshit, all, like, the going back and forth with artists for for work, at the merch companies, and then, you know, making sure, like, then, like, doing the inventory, making sure that all the stuff that you paid for is there. And then, like, you know, and then all the booking and the management and the promotion, the marketing and then like the budgeting and mm-hmm. all you're just like it's someone exhausting. just give me a fucking break yeah <laughs> it's insane man yeah I wish it could just be the
1: the actual art part
0: yeah, yeah for sure so what what's what's like your day-to-day look like when you get a big order like how do you, how do you get it from how do you get it from the email that you receive to the person so it's different with every every project
1: but um, for the most part, it will be getting a, a sense of what they're looking for, um, asking for specific do's or do nots. Like, more importantly, the do nots. Like, what do you not want on this poster? Because definitely have made that mistake before. Really? like, that's the worst thing you could have done. What, um, do
0: you, what, what was an example of something you put on there that shouldn't have been there? Gosh. Um, uh, Can I get some of that, Bill?
1: I'll take it back to a, a flyer uh, that I did for back in in Gainesville, Florida, um, for God, it was some punk band based out of Boston, and I drew a Boston Terrier with a mohawk. <laughs> they were like, no, no, that's it's not gonna work. I'm like, oh, all right, okay. You want some um, more? Yeah, that's a- <laughs> um, that's yeah, that's a punk terrier. How could you not love that? That's hilarious. That's good, thank you. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm like, oh, that was a great idea. Um, <laughs> so that's like okay. Kind of learned pretty quickly to ask, what do you not want to see on there, and that helps narrow it down. And um, it'll be like doing a um, setting up a schedule for a rough sketch. Once they approve the rough sketch, then put it, put the color in there and whatever get it ready for screen printing and then it's finding a screen printer who has availability setting that up um, getting the quantities from the band and the shipping information um, if they need it signed um, and then making
0: sure that it gets to the show on time so so you're not just doing the posters and you're doing like t-shirts and stuff also mm-hmm. and you have to be the one to fulfill those orders like you call the companies and you put the orders in and do all that t-shirt orders
1: they already have that set up okay always like I don't know what it, what the difference is between t-shirts and posters but they figure that out where it's like they for the most part they they've got their t-shirt company already set up and you just we need the design by this amount of, like by this date and then I'm done so like like those jobs are awesome yeah and i love i love a good t-shirt gig
0: yeah <laughs> and my job is over once the the design is approved that's awesome yeah. so um i'm curious what's like the the craziest thing you've ever had to put on a flyer <laughs> Ooh, craziest thing gosh i i, I don't
1: know um I've definitely had some like just horrible ideas that I've had to kind of try and walk back. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But a lot of them are like, God, we need, (laughs) we need like this character in here and we need this and then we also need this bird flying and then we need three orange blossoms and we need two rabbits like i'm just trying to like oh my god where it's like oh man okay let me try incorporate all of this and then it's when it's not working then you kind of that's when you send the rough sketch in and like i narrowed it down and i think this is a little bit more streamlined
0: and how do are they usually pretty receptive to that or it depends yeah
1: yeah like a lot of times like no we need we need that third shrimp yeah yeah right yeah
0: um, as uh, somebody who's uh, do you, do you often work with the representation, or do you work with artists directly as well? Uh,
1: both. Both. Um, for the bigger bands, I don't think the bands ever see it. Yeah. I'm just just working with management and okay. uh, their representatives. But then, like, what I never wanted to stop doing was for the the smaller bands like my friends bands or local bands like i will want to keep working with them where i'm actually working directly with them and that's a lot a lot more fulfilling really because i get to see see how they react to it when they see it and it's like hopefully it's it's what they wanted and they're and they're happy with it
0: yeah so you think that the bigger bands don't even like give a final approval on the art
1: yeah i think at, at a certain point they're like is it gonna make money then okay that's yeah. so fine we've 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 signed off all of that responsibility to to this company
0: wow i can't imagine being like being like
2: i think you get used to it i always I, I was thinking the same thing to him like no i gotta like i've gotta love it otherwise i'm not gonna do it but i think once you do it one time you're like Oh, and it's maybe this amount of money. Yeah, just whatever sells. I will, <laughs> I, I, I will take it yeah, for sure. It seems just, like the right right response. I I got,
1: I'll just say I don't think Dead and Company has seen a single poster that I've done for them. Well, yeah. You okay. know, I, I, Yeah. And I think and, I think, so and I think they're okay with it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. So I guess
0: that because they're also like doing like it's pro- it's probably like. Are you doing like like the entire tour, or are you doing it's just like individual. one poster, individual? Yeah. Okay, so that's probably why they haven't seen it. That right. is, it's like a million, you know, it's like you're playing different cities around the country. Like maybe you're doing a hundred city tour or something, and it's like you know it's a hundred posters to look at. You're just like, I don't give a fuck, man. Uh-huh. Just give me something, you know? Yeah. Have you have you started looking into what is
2: it called the the non fungible? Uh, oh, what's the it called? NFTs. Oh no, have not done it at all? Tokens.
1: I'm too old. Um, Why? I Well, I say that, but then older people are doing um, it. Yeah. You no, know, my like scope of technology stopped with Twitter. Like, I... <laughs> you are in graphic design, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any sense.
0: But you, but you, you said you, you you like to do more drawings, anyways. The graphic design was just kind of like the thing that got you uh, right. work. Basically, it got,
1: it got me my my day job, which was great. It got me out of credit card debt, which I'm.
0: Yeah, um, but. uh Breaching the choir, bro. Um,
1: uh, but yeah, so that was like, to make money, you do graphic design. But I don't, I don't understand NFTs. I don't really either.
2: But I was just wondering if you're doing it because that seems like the way the artists are really fucking making money. if, Some if somebody are,
1: yeah. could like. Hit me up with an idea and like a company that would make that happen for me. It then doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like these little, like little pixel
2: arts, I'm not trying to shit on them or anything like that. But it probably took you like I don't know how long to fucking make. And they're like, This is a million dollars, but it's yeah. the original. You know, it's, I don't I don't get
0: it.
1: I don't get it. Either. And you watch it on your phone,
0: yeah. You know, it's always really interesting to listen to what. Uh, three people talk about something they know nothing about. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I mean, that's my hot take or whatever. That's your hot take. About. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Anyth- I don't know enough about it to have like an opinion on how it works or anything like that. You know, I just like, it, there's there's something to it. Obviously, cause it's working for people, so I don't well, want to d- I don't want to like you know put it down. And it's like because the, what I don't know.
1: the uh, what, like digital currency, I guess. So yeah, it's, it's, it's it. like you are the person who owns this, and nobody else will have it, right? Right. So. That's yeah, how. that's something. Right. Um, right. And I don't know if digital currency is going to be the next thing. I didn't I I didn't get into Bitcoin when I maybe should have I know and you yeah. so now it's like maybe this is the time to to strike it, but I I wouldn't even know where to start. Yeah, so.
0: totally. Our bass player is super into all that stuff. Yeah, just a little little too late, though, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's a little too late now. Yeah, at this point. I remember somebody approached me about it, like, back in... 2013 or something. Yeah, They're they like, hey man, so there's this new thing called Bitcoin. In. You should like really do it. I was like, sounds like a fucking scam to me, bro. You got yeah. scammed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's back when it was like, I don't know, a couple hundred dollars for a Bitcoin. And now it's like, you know, was $50 or yeah. some shit. it? Was, you,
2: you could just do it on your computer and just be like, yeah hey, I got a couple Bitcoins today. Yeah, you mine it. Yeah.
0: It takes so much energy, though. Not, not back then, it did. No, not back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway. Nowadays, your electric bill is going to go like, you know, be yeah. like through the roof. You try I to mine mean, Bitcoin. I don't
1: understand any of that. Yeah, like, it's the, so wild. Like, The whole mining thing, and yeah. it's like NFTs apparently co- like cost so much energy. Yes. to do, that, that and true. so so that's why I'm not doing it. Yes. That's why, yeah. right for, uh, the, planet. A yeah. Stand, yeah. for the planet. Yeah, save the planet.
2: Yeah, so that's what I was
1: gonna ask. Well, I thought
2: because you were talking about that you went for graphic design. So how uh, your how's your medium like? Like well, how do you how do you create
1: your art? Good question. So I just. I just got new equipment about a year ago, right before we moved to Jacksonville. It's a, Wa- a Wacom tablet. Um, a Wacom? Wacom. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant, like... Wacom. Wacom. <laughs> I thought yeah. you were talking about The Simpsons for a second. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so so everything starts with pencil on paper for me. And then it would be inking it, scanning it into the computer, and getting it ready for screen printing, Getting, setting up one color at a time. But I used to do that with Adobe Illustrator and basically taking my mouse and clicking around everything that I had inked in um, to make a shape to create that color. and So very much computer oriented. Now I've gotten this Wacom tablet where I can actually draw on the computer. So I will take my pencil sketch now. Oh, I I know what you're talking about. basically be inking on the computer and so it's really taken everything to the next level for me um just goes just straight straight to it's just like drawing i guess yeah yeah exactly <laughs> it's the same so,
0: kind of like feel those and they're like don't you lose it's, some of that
1: it's different but it i can actually i can magnify everything and get the detail that i was losing when i scanned in my ink drawings really so like I would I would scan in my ink drawings, vectorize it in Illustrator, and lose three quarters of the detail. Wow. Um, and then build each color up behind it. Now I can actually like draw each color on its own and get it ready for screen printing. So I'm d- still doing layer by layer to to build it. But
0: how long does that usually take you? I, obviously, it depends on the project, but uh, what would you say like the average for something like simple? Um, I used to say
1: three days: one day to pencil, one day to ink, one day to color. Now it's it's like a week, um, wow. like one to two days to for the, for the pencil, um, another two days for the the key line layer, just the black layer, and then another couple of days uh, to get all the color correctly.
0: And why do you think you, your time frame? Why why you think it's kind of like the it's taking longer now?
1: It's more detailed. Yeah. And now that I can get get into it and get get really nitty gritty with it, um, I'm taking the time to make it make it good. Yeah. Versus just cranking it out. Right. Do you ever feel bad when you uh, uh,
2: make something too quickly? I wish
1: <laughs>
2: or do you know like do you have like a point where you're like yeah it's
1: fucking done Psh, the, those it. are the best <laughs> well, and, yeah, cause it's, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> it's like yeah I fucking nailed it
0: like, and, yeah. and, uh, it's like writing a song in like in like an hour you're just like god damn that was fucking easy but, but I always go. am
2: like after I do it I'm like I feel like I shouldn't have. I feel like I
1: should take more time with it or something like yeah. it's good Well <laughs> some, I what you're saying if sometimes so uh, my work tends to be super detailed and that's been a critique is that it's maybe too detailed where you don't know what you're looking at um (laughs) i don't (laughs) like that so that was another (laughs) so when i when i submit something that's maybe like a lot simpler yeah i'm like well, they're expecting this huge thing and it's like but i think it's good where it's at and then i send it and they're like oh that's it's good then yeah okay good i was I nailed it, and that is true because obviously, like you're
2: uh, uh, at this point, you're you're making uh, stuff for clients, and so when they say it's good, that's all that matters. That, then you don't yeah. have to. You, you don't do you have, have you ever done that before? Where it's like you send it off, and then they're like, "This is great." I'm like, "Nah, send it back. I want to change something." <laughs> yeah, you have done that
1: before. Oh no, <laughs> yeah, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, I guess he isn't perfect. <laughs> no, it's it's immediately. It's like send the send a text to my wife. I'm like approved. <laughs> yeah. on to the next one. <laughs> Yeah, I like, uh, I think every musician,
2: I don't think there's one musician ever that has, like, recorded an album, and then it would been, like, this is perfect, I never want to change anything, like, five years later, but, like, yeah, every single time you hear it, you're like, god damn it. Oh, but yeah. That's,
1: that's what have. playing it live is, is for. It's yeah. like, okay, now this song has, like, the new life, and it's, Totally. Like, I like, I like the, uh, the aspect of music in that way, where
2: it's like, oh, this is over now, there's literally nothing you can do to go back to it if you're not recording it, if you're playing it live, and, like, mm-hmm. what you had is... What what you had and uh, I feel ooh, that's a good unpopular popular opinion I, I'm gonna say it though is <laughs> I feel like the people that have those uh, live albums and everything like that and then they're like oh we're gonna go back and like touch it up a little bit and you know take some stuff out I'm like that's not this isn't a live album that's anymore. not really live yeah
0: I, I think that probably every band does that though I don't know that, I don't know that you've ever heard a live out al- uh, live album that's just like the exact thing that they played live that's you know that's what I mean I, I,
2: I disagree.
0: I don't know, man. You've you never
2: spent that much time on archive.org, obviously. Uh, No. that has never been touched on. Well, then
0: maybe there's that. But I mean, like, I'm just saying what, what people put out Not by now. the artist
2: anyways. I mean, maybe you can, like, be like, oh, maybe turn this down a little bit here and everything like that because maybe the sound guy was taking a smoke break and didn't get it right or something like that. But as far as, like, coming back in and being like, yeah, uh, we're going to re-record the kick on this. Oh, or, no, we're, no, no. We're no. going to re-record this guitar that. riff because you just, you know. It. No,
0: I don't think. I don't think. I don't think there's any of that going on, really. I, but I think there is. You think there is? Oh yeah. Well, that kind of kinda just is. destroys it. You know? I know that's, that's what the, I mean.
1: That's the beauty of. I guess it's not music. an <laughs> popular opinion. That is a definite
0: normal opinion. Yeah. But I don't know. Um,
2: but yeah, that's, that's I, going back to what you said about how. But for yourself, though, I guess that's what I always uh, uh, thought was so uh, frustrating about art is with music it's just like you can just keep on like forming and forming and forming it but with art it's like if you're working on one thing if you make a mistake you're like fucking i gotta start over
1: right uh two degree that's yeah Unless
2: you're doing on on a computer i guess
1: but. yeah and that that's the other beauty of this yeah, new, of course, yeah. new equipment that i bought which i was so stubborn I, like did not want to buy it and it's like no that's all fake um <laughs> <laughs> but now it's like i well okay i can really if if this idea wasn't working out, I can just erase it and go back to the pencil sketch and get it get it perfected again. Um, but versus I used to ink everything and that's it. Like, so once I scan that in, like, you're kinda stuck with that. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. And I would I I just I
2: definitely don't have the patience for that. Right. I, I would be like I, know, I want to switch this one thing. Like, there's nothing you can do. unless <laughs> just do it over again. And I would be like, I, the second, second rough draft, I'm out. There's no way I could do that again.
0: I've been, uh, I've been learning Photoshop over the last year or whatever. It's been a, at first it was like a overwhelming task to like, take on. Cause like, I'm so, even with, with music software, man, I'm, like I can press record and that's about it. So it's like with Photoshop, but I was determined when we started doing this podcast, I was like, I'm not going to outsource all the work because, like, we can't afford it. Like, we just have to do it ourselves. Uh So I started, like, learning it to make thumbnails. And I started using it to, like, make, uh, like, little flyers here and there. And now I've gotten to a point where I can get something to look pretty good. Um, Just, you know, like, not great, but, I mean, like, pretty good. But it's been, like, this this process of, like, you know, you mess something up and then you're, like, wait, how do I undo that? And then, like, there's certain things that happen where, like, well, I can't actually – I just have to redo the whole thing now. And it's, like – Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, the level def- of frustration. I could throw my laptop out the window with some of the shit that ha- that's having to me with, with Photoshop, you know?
1: Photoshop's interesting. So, I work in Photoshop now, but at the very base level. So, like, I'm drawing in Photoshop. So, if you ask me to do any filters or cutting things here and there, like, I, I couldn't tell you what to do. Like, it's a little too intense, but...
0: So you you actually like draw in Photoshop? It is because
1: they have this brush tool, so it's a a paintbrush, Mm -hmm. and so you can actually be painting on on this tablet and have it look like
0: look like a painting or or an illustration. So how long do you feel like you're still working it out? Like 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 the difference between like drawing or painting on something like real versus a screen there's got to be a different feel right it is I get most of for the most part my design is done
1: with the pencil sketch yeah like I get that to 90% of where it's gonna end up and it's basically just from there I can refine the pencil lines into finer details and then and build color behind it
0: okay and so how do you get the pencil drawing onto the computer scanner scanner okay cool
1: which i have to scan into two two different pieces um and then piece it together in photoshop
0: i was gonna say because it doesn't like if you scan it like it has to be like perfectly on there right like you can't be like crooked at all or like used to be now now that i've got this new stuff like i I can
1: and i'm going to be inking it on the computer i can Get it to be close enough, and it, and it's okay.
0: Yeah, that's that's so wild. Which man. it's,
1: yeah, that's been a game changer. Yeah, that,
2: that's a good question. So like, when you're doing these like uh, posters like this size, I don't know, that's a twenty-four by thirty-six, I think. Yeah. Do you do, you do things that big?
1: Um, I've yeah, I've done a few that so big.
2: So, uh, but when you're drawing it, I'm like, are you drawing on on that big of a poster? Uh, to scale, S- so just do it to scale. So you just you just take one of those and then you. you
1: Wait, I'm so, confused. So, like, I will. <laughs> I just
2: realized I that, asked a stupid question. You answered it, and I'm like. So, yeah. Oh
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, I got, I got into art because I didn't like math, but I use math all the time. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, like, I know that an 18 by 24 poster will scale down into, like, just less than 13 by uh, 18. Okay. So, something like that. Um, so, and then. Like just getting my coordinates correct, and then I can. Once I get it into the computer, I blow it up to full size, and then draw it. Draw it there. That sounds so
0: oh, that's, dorky, and no, thing. it's not dorky <laughs> at all. It's, it's to me, I'm like when you start saying, "Yeah, when you start saying stuff like that," my brain just starts to glitch. I'm just like, "What do you mean?" Like, no, I
2: understand what you're saying. I was just very confused as t- so, like, yeah. So when you're when you're uh, drawing it at the beginning. You just you you take the ratio or whatever like the
1: cutout, and then how big is that so that I have um, two 11 by 14 pieces of paper because that's the size of my scanner okay and I tape it in the middle um, and so I take it in on the sides 0.5 plus a little bit more on the ruler it's 0.5 plus two more dots um, and then eight and a half inches on each side, so that's 17 inches, and then s- scan one side at a, at a time. Alright, and then, sh- shoot, I don't really know how to ask this question.
2: <laughs> so like, you're, 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 you're drawing it uh, uh, on that size of paper always, but all your stuff that you have is so detailed, wouldn't it, I don't mean, know, this is a dumb question, I already know the answer to it, wouldn't it be easier if it was bigger? <laughs> If you were drawing on a bigger thing, because then it wouldn't, I don't know.
1: So I used to draw. Fuck me. <laughs> Killing it, Bill. Don't yeah. worry. You're doing a great job. I think you're doing a I'm great not job. good at it. All right. I don't know how it <laughs> works. I used to draw everything, like, full size, and then would have to scan it in, like. Segments? Yeah.
0: Oh, like, my God. Yes, yeah, so that would suck, so right? So it
1: got a lot easier when I decided to scale it down and just do this is half of it, this is half of it. You can just put it together in Photoshop. Um, But it's also a little bit overwhelming to draw big. um, Because I can... I don't know. Like, I get... I get really close to the paper. And if I had... If I had the full size to to begin with, I don't don't know, like, where it would actually go go i might get a little too overwhelmed and put way too much into it okay so more okay i get what you're saying yeah
2: i was thinking about that too though so like um when when do you get to see your final project so like uh you i'm sure you made posters this big before like 24 36 and everything like that i wouldn't and then you get commissioned for it so are you you're you're making it smaller
1: not by much but you are making it smaller and then when do you get to see that final product so I send it out to a screen printer okay from there so like I get it to how I want it to look yeah on screen and build it to to a degree where I give the the screen printer pretty specific instructions and then just send I'll open open this package of posters up on my on my doorstep and uh, hope that it ca- it came out correct. And so yeah, so you do that first. So you you're not sending it out a design out. To, I
2: guess you are sending out a design first, and be like, hey, this is what it's gonna look like. But you're not sending them like a test copy, right? Right. That, no, and yeah. then they had to be like, yeah, that'll be that'll look good on the 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 you know two by three foot poster. And then you're the one that's gonna see it for the first time. You're like, yeah, it's good. I'll send it off. Yeah.
1: No, they got to um, they approve a JPEG and then it's then it's got to be actually printed in the final thing and then yeah. sometimes it, it hasn't really worked out like I intended and um that's what I mean
0: I thought that'd be uh, and you have to deal with that whoo, yeah so <laughs> in what ways does it not work out um
1: one of my first like huge posters and I um won't say any names but like uh, I this was when I was living in Miami, and the printer was based in Fort Lauderdale, and it was a really big band playing at um, the stadium where the, the Panthers play, whatever the BB&T Center. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, okay, this is this is the one, and didn't finish it until like three o'clock in the morning the night before the show, and just left them wrapped up. It was raining that night. He left them wrapped up in uh, in a, a garbage bag on his front door. so the print, the prints are done. Go p- go pick them up. So <laughs> picked them up from the printer in Fort Lauderdale. Drove back to Miami. So it's about four o'clock in the morning at that point when I opened them up finally all the detail is gone it's just it's just muddy and i'm crying as i'm signing and numbering all of these <laughs> no. because it's like oh my god they're never going to hire me again this is a disaster um, so yeah it's definitely not worked out correct like the color the color was wrong all the detail was was lost I in the print th- i didn't even think about the color light being wrong at all what what gets lost in translation there um so we base colors off of this this universal color system, the Pantone color system. Right. And it's so if you give them a number, typically you you mix the paints to be to be that color, um, and but it's it's a, it's a imprecise science. So it's different on screen than it's actually in person. Um, so you kind of have to let the client know it's like, it's going to look like this, but it might be just a little off here and there, but it's going to look something like this.
0: Um, and, uh, kind of lost my train of thought there. Oh no, it's all good. (laughs) So yeah, just as far as like the coloring and, and like the the detail and like from, from when, yeah, what does it come out as expected? Yeah. So, so sometimes that can be
1: off. Like it's going to be, the red is going to be more pink or not pink enough. And, So I also use overlays a lot. So I can build, I will overlay yellow on top of reds and blues in order to create an orange and a green layer, which a lot of other people don't do, but I'm able to create a lot more colors that way. Sometimes that can be off. Like you don't. It, it takes a really good printer to build the opacity into that
0: overlay color. It too, yeah. yeah, it's got to be. Pretty. Um,
1: so I did a I did a print for the Pixies once, and they <laughs> I'm like losing my mind. All these bands. <laughs> yeah. Well, they didn't hire me again. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> uh, the overlay oh, layer was completely solid. Like oh, so, no. like I gave them this like preview thumbnail jpeg and this is how it'll turn out because the overlay is going to create these other colors and then it was just like nope it is straight yellow on all like the whole thing. It's like,
0: oh. now is that your fault
1: it's <laughs> 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 well partly my fault ultimately like, i guess because yeah. you
0: you have to source a printing company right
1: well that one they took care of their own printing so, so it's kind of their fault it then, was right? like <laughs> 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 it's your fault Pixies. sorry it's, it's totally their fault yeah um, <laughs> No, like I have uh, learned that not everybody does that sort of printing, and then it's become like, okay, so we've got to really be specific. This is and give, uh, like, this is what I want and explain it. And if there's anything off, like you can't do it, then okay, I'll figure something else out.
2: Have you ever tasted heaven in a glass? Do you pine for the hoppiest brews and palest ales? Do you like food? If so, then Wicked Barley is the oasis that your mouth has been wishing for, walking into the complete barren wasteland that is your life. Wicked Barley is located in Jacksonville, Florida, nestled on the banks of Goodpeace Creek. Wicked Barley aims to provide its guests with a wicked experience, offering over 18 house-brewed beers, ciders, and meats on tap. They also have an expansive gastropub-style food menu, including burgers, salads, sandwiches, and more. Whether you are a newcomer or a craft beer connoisseur, there's a little something for everyone at Wicked Barley. Visit them at 4100 Bay Meadows Drive, and tell them Bottom of the Bill sent you.
0: So, do you have a company that you like exclusively work with that they can handle your type of stuff? I've
1: I've got a few a few printers. Now. Okay. Like I've i built a really good base of of printers to work with
0: here in Jacksonville, or just like around everywhere. I wish I
1: would find one in Jacksonville because that would help out. Tremendously, but um, like one one of my favorite printers is in Michigan. Another one's in Chicago, um, and then Highlines in Philadelphia. Uh, so yeah, all over the place, and a lot of shipping.
0: Have you checked out Grind Time at all here in no. Jacksonville? Chris Richard, he's a good. Fr- he, w- he was a promoter over at 1904 for a long time, and he plays uh, drums in a band called Spore, and like uh, you probably know him uh, if you know, if you know Spore at all. Uh, anyways, he That's has a great a com- name for a band. Though. Yeah, right. Okay. They were pretty big in the jam band scene for a while, um, but yeah, he's got a printing company called uh, Grind Time, and they did all of our merchandise. Mm-hmm. And
2: uh, did they do our posters too?
0: Uh, they did not do our posters. Just
2: <laughs> why the fuck are you telling them? Just
0: because I, I, I because I didn't think to ask them no offense, before offense, Chris. But, sorry. They, but maybe they could do T-shirts, and
1: I, I do, do yeah, I do, do t- print T-shirts, t-shirts too. Okay, all so. right, never mind. Sorry, Chris. They,
0: they, I think they could do posters too. Just like there's a company that I've used here before that I've that I just naturally went to. I, we just use Grind Time for the first time because they're relatively new. So um, are they?
1: Are they screen printers? Do you yeah. Know? Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, that's. And then Matt Henderson also from uh, places. Oh, he's the got the
2: be- he's got the best uh, screen printing uh, uh, company name. It's called Printin Tarantino. <laughs> yeah, Printin Tarantino. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. He's a good friend of. Ours. He was uh, on the show as well, um, and I know he's been doing that a lot too. So there's some local people to reach out to and just kind of. I don't see, know if he does know.
2: posters or anything else, but I know he does t-shirts. Yeah, he does short.
0: a lot of t-shirts. Grind Time does everything, though. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So anyway, some, so somebody that's to look a, into that's good to know. Who yeah. did our posters? Uh, what's that place? Jack's Color Design or whatever over here in Riverside. I don't know what what. Uh, just you know, I've I've always they used came them. Out I mean, really good. Yeah, they're pro. Post- post- I don't know if they're did. screen
3: printed
2: or not though. I don't
0: know. We uh, and I don't really know, like <laughs> what the artist did on on his end that would have made it more difficult yeah, or less difficult. Either. You know, we we use this guy. I don't know if you know um, Adam Car- Carstens. He did like a bunch of posters for Wani and like oh, uh, cool. and some other stuff. He he's based out of Columbus, Ohio. Okay. Um I, I only know him because he was camp. I I went to Wani once and he was having be at our campsite and he was like super it's my cool. My festival.
1: I miss Wani so much. Man, man, I
0: miss a... Bear. I miss Aura the most, but
2: Bear
1: Creek Aura is was sure. my favorite. Yeah, That's, right me too. It's uh
0: it, it's it's a magical place, man. The connections I've made there, you know, just from like Hanging out is just—it's pretty. You going pretty to amazing. Halloween? No. What? Um, How do you? It's also Florida Georgia
1: weekend, oh, and so right. now that I live in Jacksonville, it's like. Are I, you a big college football fan? Yeah. Yeah, chomp chomp. <laughs> I, I know we're playing. We're I think we're I know, playing you this I know, weekend. I
2: know, I know. <laughs> we're four zero. How about y'all though? Uh,
1: we're not, that. not doing <laughs> that. What do you like?
2: Are you serious? Go no. big blue, Kentucky all oh, yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I see. I
1: see the Kentucky Wildcats <laughs> re- record. Uh,
2: These colors do not run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've hated Florida Gator since I was born. I was uh, 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 conceived on the campus and born on the campus. Unless you take Kentucky. So. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> and I moved down here when I was fifteen or so. And we still hadn't won. We we had the longest losing streak against a team in uh, college football history against the Florida Gators. That's literally it all was you guys 31 got. Thirty-one years, and I won. And that was the year I was born. I'm thirty-two now. <laughs> <laughs> so we won. But no, it was a little bit. Uh, it was thirty years. We won. We
0: won after thirty years when I was thirty years old. It's amazing. Yeah, it's quite a reputation. Well, you guys he have. I love. I love football. No, I know. I'm just saying that just for you as a person, what? being from Kentucky, yeah. it's a pretty bad reputation you guys have. Oh,
2: we're not good at football. We're good they're at amazing at basketball, yeah.
0: though. And you guys got real good horses. Yeah, and bourbon. And good and bourbon. I so yeah. love your bourbon. Buffalo yeah. Trace is my favorite. That's from Frankfort, no, yeah. Yeah, no offense to Makers. It's good, cheap bourbon, Makers is very nice. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah, it's best for the price, but I mean, Buffalo Trace, Woodford, I love Woodford also. That's where I
2: went to school, Woodford County. That's where you went to school? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to say, uh, uh, that's. I was thinking that's where I'm going to be for Halloween. A bottle of Makers? Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> that was going to be cool, right? That's hilarious. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking... I'm, uh, you already have the
0: red hair and everything for the top. All right. Come on. Yeah. Uh, Billy's a ginger in denial. Yeah. yeah. He, he will never accept that he's a ginger, but he's got a lot of freckles Great. and he's got red hair. So. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. No, that's not bad. But... At least you have hair. Yes, so. I do.
2: <laughs> 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 that is true. Uh, I do have a lot of hair. Very hairy, man. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, very... Uh, Great. Dude. Oh, you yeah, know what?
0: I haven't spoken. Uh, it's kind of off topic, but like we what do you we, want we, have, about? we haven't spoken about it, and I feel weird that we haven't spoken about it. And uh, Norm Macdonald died. Isn't that a, a, like <laughs> yeah. a? Why'd a, you
2: gotta? Pre- I, have, I haven't thought about that in like two days. I'm
0: just I'm just saying that like I know he's a, like we haven't talked about it. and We hang out all the time. And I know he's like your favorite comedian. It's yeah. just weird that we haven't brought it favorite, up. Favorite like person to ever live. Honestly, yeah. yeah. Wasn't that? That's kind of. He was. He like I never ever listened to podcasts until
2: yet. Have you ever seen his show that he has? Or he had a, it, The Netflix show is pretty okay, it's but like funny. it's it's pretty funny. But his uh, YouTube, it's all on YouTube. The Norm Macdonald show, I can't remember what it's Norm called. Norm Macdonald has a show. Has, no, 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 that's the Netflix <laughs> that was the one, Netflix, Netflix yeah, one, but yeah. It's on YouTube and it's way funnier. But he oh, had yeah. a lot of famous people on there. But he's he's. I like, I want to do this. <laughs> this is freaking hilarious. Yeah. My favorite thing that he does. Well, we do the unpopular opinions at the end of the show, but he does jokes that he's written and he'll do like a like a kind of like normal joke and then his guest has to read a joke that he's written in, and it's like the dirtiest fucked up joke you've ever heard.
0: Yeah, that's great. He does that on, on, on the Netflix show sometimes too. Uh, he uh, did it with Jane Fonda.
2: Yeah, my favorite joke that he did was he goes uh, 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 the uh, airline tickets are soaring right now, but do you know whose company is not doing well? 9-11 Airlines. <laughs> and then he just goes, and everyone starts laughing. He just keeps a straight face. He goes, reminds of me of that horrible tragedy. <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, rest in peace. He's my fucking favorite yeah. person ever doing
0: this. I was just watching his stand-up. It's a joke, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> oh, are you being serious? <laughs> no, of course not. I'm Duh. laughing. <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> Some people might think I'm being serious I'm
0: not. Uh, uh, I was just watching his stand-up uh, the other day. His stand really, really good, too. Pretty good, yeah. He's a... I, it's funny. He
2: start, yeah, I think he invented Weekend Update and everything. that everybody, But that's I, all oh, anybody SNL. cares about No, he didn't
1: invent too. Weekend Update. He didn't? They were doing sure Chevy did. Chase yeah, was Eric. doing that. Like, back, oh, back Dan did? Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. And,
0: yeah. And, never mind. Well, Jane, was, Jane, you ignorant slut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, so, that's right. Ignorant. Yeah. Jane, Jane you ignorant, ignorant slut. It's so good, bro. Mm. And then she comes back and fires off on him. Like nobody talks about yeah. that though, right? Cuz like it's always that one moment that gets it, but then she fires back and she comes so hard where you're just like, yo, she like wrecked. I don't know, it was it was like it was really good writing.
2: I haven't seen it. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: SNL. No, back.
2: that that one. That's you should check it out. No, I know the Jane, you ignorant slut one, but no, the but one where she comes back. Yeah, I haven't seen. No, that. it's
0: it's on the it's really well, right, right after. That was the,
1: yeah, the re- the retort. Oh, yeah, my yeah, nobody I talks
0: don't. about. I don't know why she doesn't get more credit for it. She's um, great in Third Rock from the Sun. I never really, really? watched Third Rock from the Sun. You're I wasn't big, I wasn't allowed to. You weren't allowed. Oh, because so yeah. it, uh, it was secular. 90, yeah, very secular. Oh.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's from Kentucky. Born and raised. will fight about it. South Florida is was like a. There's like a lot of religion there, but there's so many people where it's like it's easy to not find it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like I worked at Sam Ash in Miami, and we had like, like, I mean, like the gospel drummers would come in and just fucking go to go to town, and they were like s- local celebrities. Yeah, we didn't have that. Um, but <laughs> but uh, it was so weird good. though because I, I discovered that the I discovered how big the church community was in Miami when I started working there at Sam Ash. But like, I was also Involved in the, in the music scene in in the Tri County area, from Dade County to Palm Beach, and never even realized that there was like a religious community at all. So it's like there's just so much going on where you can like, you can like not be around it, or if you really want to find it, it's like there for the taking. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of wild. And all the all the religions are, are down there too. Yeah, totally. I was just in uh in Turkey for uh, I was there for two weeks. My cousin, I have two cousins that live out there and my cousin was getting married so we went out for the wedding and so we figured, you know, if we're gonna go to Turkey we're gonna spend some time and really get the most out of it you know, and what a uh, I mean, a beautiful country, but I mean what a Istanbul is the most chaotic city I've ever been to in my life it is like how many Instant. people
2: you said live there? Something crazy amount of people. Uh,
0: so twenty million on the books. That's ridiculous. But not taking into account senior refugees and other immigrants from uh, Arab countries. It's almost three
2: times the size of New York.
0: If you ta- and you know what, if you take if you take the chaos of New York and LA, and and then with, with like the the structure of San Francisco and then uh, combine it all and then multiply it by like a hundred, that's the chaos that is Istanbul. Not in a bad way, but it was just when I love big cities, I love uh, New York, LA I loved when I was in Miami, I loved like being in that environment, but that doesn't hold a candle to what goes on in, in no. the, the traffic and like. there's no rules on the road, there's Have you no you ever been
2: to cops. Daytona on spring break, dude? <laughs> Don't <laughs> even <laughs> It's insane <laughs>
0: But it was uh. But going back to the religious thing, the predominant religion there is Islam, and uh, they do five times a day. They do these prayers, uh, and it is just a, a like it's just, it's a culture shock when you come from from America to there, and like it, it was like they have like uh, bells ringing from clocks to let you know, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's pra- but they but the but it's just prayers. So it's like and it's a blast throughout this yeah, through speakers throughout the entire that's what city. I mean. Sorry. And they um and it's very loud and they do so the the first one's at like sunrise, mm-hmm. so you know the first night that we were there it, it's an eight hour difference so I was like not going to bed till like four in the morning, and so I finally get to sleep and they they also don't use AC a lot of the time there so there's no AC in the Airbnb so I'm just the windows are open got a nice cool breeze going through it's like four a.m. I finally get to sleep and at five a.m. the prayer comes on and I was like. I, I woke what the fuck is going on? And I was like, oh, it's just a prayer. Okay, let me shut these fucking windows and go back to sleep. It is so loud. Yeah. By,
1: so my honeymoon was in Indonesia during Ramadan. Oh, wow. And our first night there, our flight got delayed and everything. So we're, we're checking in, like, right when it's, like, time to go to bed. As soon as we fall asleep, it's the, the prayer starting. Oh, they and do it there, too. The very first night, it was like, oh, my God, this is so beautiful. Like, yeah. I can really really zone out to this this is how lucky are we to be experiencing this and then by night three it's like
0: <laughs> shut the fuck up yeah <laughs> you guys you guys need to be you guys need to be reminded of God five times yeah. a day now For real. <laughs> do they
2: do they take a day off
0: no, it's every day. Every single day. It's every day. That's crazy. And
2: it's and I was reading... You ever uh, see someone do it on an airplane before? No. I've seen that. Really? Yeah, absolutely. That's dedication. Yeah, right they'll there. bring a, a, a rug got to respect it. Yeah, totally. And they do totally. it like, right on the, the, the clock, and then you're supposed to face Mecca. I remember
0: that. How do they know? They you, just have a it, compass uh, with them?
2: It's just... If you're, if you're on the west side of it, you face east, east side, you face west. Oh, okay, Not that so. hard to figure. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> it's uh don't look at the sun but around where it's at
0: you know what i mean yeah okay. and you gotta figure out where it is <laughs> yeah i guess i guess we're that high it's uh like i'm just i get so turned on a plane i have like no idea where i'm like what direction i'm going that is true they probably yeah okay i get it but why i just why'd you guys go to indonesia for your honeymoon It seems like a like not a regular destination
1: a oh, bali and oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. But, but we got like the whole we booked this tour to see like all the spots and flew into to one city and then like uh, i think it was uh Jakarta where like the main city and then um c- got to see like what was great on the main island and then the ended in Bali and like got to see all the temples and as an artist like it it's it's fantastic you know and different culture.
0: Yeah, totally, man. I feel like it's tol- it's definitely necessary to get that culture shock. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was when, when I like so we flew into Athens first, and uh, we spent like two days there because it was just way cheaper to fly into Athens than it is Istanbul. And so then you got to see Greece too. Yeah, I saw a little bit of Greece. I wish we had more time there, um, but we did a lot. We did, went to the Acropolis, and you know, g- did, uh, 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 Athens has an, an amazing nightlife. I love it, um, and uh, just uh, the, the food was great. And um, Like Greek food, yeah, but yeah, but like you know, yeah, but it's not obviously not the same <laughs> thing you'd get here. Um,
2: Recipes don't be time I miss it so much. It's like my entire like <laughs> personality. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so when we were there, though, I felt like you know most people speak English. Uh, the food is is stuff similar you can get in America. Um, a lot of the nightlife is similar to what you get here. Uh, and so I was like, "This is very cool. The architecture is different and it's cool." But like, I don't feel like I'm like immersed in another world, you know. And then we went to Istanbul, and I was like, "This is what I was looking for right here." Nobody speaks English. Uh, the architecture is just way different. Um, uh, the, just the chaos of the city, and uh, I love, I love that uh, there was no, um, there's really no traffic cops there, you know. So it's like you can just they. It's kind of just like do whatever you do. And born of that yeah, is the most flowing. skilled drivers you've ever seen in your life. We were taking taxis everywhere. And day one there, I was freaking out because they are like riding people's asses, going in and out. Swear, like, you know, here's like a bus here and a bus here. there's going right between the two buses. And you're like, what is happening right now? And then by like day three, I was like, oh, they know what they're doing. We're yeah. good. I don't have to worry. I didn't see one car accident while I was out there. 30, 20 million people on the books. Yeah. Not one car bigger. accident. I didn't I didn't see so I They're all just
1: working with it and riding that wave. Yeah. Like. It's,
0: <laughs> it's amazing, man. People it's amazing.
1: I got a I got culture shock when
2: I moved away from Kentucky. I don't, yeah. You can <laughs> drop me off anywhere. Billy went like, to
0: Miami a few weeks ago. That was a culture shock for him also. I'm uh, sure. That was the like sure. third time that I've been there. Yeah. Or third or fourth, actually. And I I, I I love Miami. Well, the second time you went there, you, you didn't really go. We, we were recording in Pompano Beach, and he tells everyone he was in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> it's like not the same. Well, that was not, kind that's of a joke. Miami. Yeah, yeah I, know I know it's not.
2: <laughs> but uh, uh, I love Miami. I, we stay in Cuyocho and that, that area. I'm sorry, not Cuyocho. It was like literally right next the to little the Havana. street. It was like Kayo Uno.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that was a great joke. But it was we stayed on First Street and uh uh, uh and we were so close to Winwood and that was my favorite spot. Yeah, Winwood's cool. It's pretty nice. Uh I wouldn't recommend walking around there at night and we did and went down the wrong street and that yeah, was fucking that's
0: fucking e- creepy as fuck. You just gotta know what street you're walking yeah. down. Yeah, stay in stay in the you know, the area where there's shit going where, on. Where there's street lights. Yeah. Like, yeah.
2: <laughs> there weren't any. It was I I took a bad wrong turn, but I, I really liked it down there the uh, for the first time that I or not first time. I know it was the first time that I went there. I, I got a, a penthouse.
1: Sweet, yeah, downtown. <laughs> that downtown. was dope. Though.
2: It was dope, but that's not immersing yourself in anything
1: except for like I'm looking at it from. <laughs> well, that's the real Miami culture. I, there it, is really? the high rise
0: penthouse suite. Yeah. That's like say, that is like, a, Miami. And also not that. No, that. no, 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 Here's here's why you're that because what? no one there is that right? Oh, right. right. That's The thing about Miami is that everyone's putting on like this image, but like really, you work nighttime security at yeah. Target or something. But like you're going out to South Beach spending fifty dollars entrance fee buying drinks for everybody and like you, that was like your one outing for the year mm-hmm. you I, know? I,
2: I like Miami uh, all I will say is that it's like the most expensive place I've ever been in my entire <laughs> yeah. life and I couldn't believe like at uh, one of these restaurants that I was at that they were like oh it's an 18% uh, service charge and that goes to the Busters and the uh, cooks. I'm like, cool. So the people that really should get the money, great. And then they were just looking at me, like waiting for me to sign the check so, for a tip. So
1: you should add more to it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm like, for you because you walk from here to there and back. Yeah. I'm, h- I'm shitting on servers. So they do a hard job, but
0: I could get used to the <laughs> service. That was that was what I did forever. Yeah. yeah. They don't tip, They don't really tip it that much in Europe. Which is pretty amazing. No, they don't do it at all. I thought. I mean, they they, do they, they do round do up. It, do you they do it in
1: Turkey? Good wage, wage uh, yeah. Yeah, they
0: get hourly wage there. Yeah, uh, they get hourly wage there. I did. We tipped because we're Americans, and I could, I, in good conscience, I couldn't leave the place without tipping. Yeah. One place I even went to, we didn't have any extra lira on us, which is like the cash there, and I was like, I literally went back like 5 hours later and I was like hey man here you go for earlier I'm sorry and oh, he was just like goodness. he was like it's so sweet uh okay it was like it was it, it was like like right across from our Airbnb side it wasn't like that much of a thing for me but it was and like the lira is so the, the conversion rate is insane it's like 8 lira per dollar so it's and things are already cheap there so it's like oh 50 lira for you know like like a meal and you're just like are you fucking serious you're lira right huh are you no
2: you're a tourist. I need I need
0: a someone needs to fucking take this guy to school
2: (laughs) that was a joke man hey obviously uh, uh, but uh I feel like if you were in uh, one of those places and they knew that you were American, they were like, "Oh fuck, we're getting extra money." They, they, they're oh. gonna feel guilty about tipping us.
0: No, they. That, that I know they're is, gonna do all
2: the other stuff. To, like, can I get you in? because like, maybe like, oh, there's some stigma that Americans got a lot of money when in reality. Whoa, but the, the thing. Well, the <laughs> thing is, that of us you, you you probably, Did
0: you experience the, like the hustle in, Indo- in Indonesia? Everyone's trying to like sell you the thing. It's like you're, they're out oh, front yeah. of their stores, like, "Hey, come in here, come in here, come in here," like it's it's overwhelming. Yeah, chasing you back to the bus. Like. Yeah, that kind of shit. You're just like, "Yo, get the fuck out of my face." The thing is, is like, euros are worth more than the dollar is, but it's like from I don't know, like Germany to Turkey is like a hundred dollar plane ticket, you know. But if you're an American and you tr- flew to Turkey, they're like, "Oh, you had this is an, this is a pricey ticket." Like you have money, so it's like even though the euro is worth more. They still want the American dollars. Why did
2: you just pretend you were British
0: or something? I I realized that I should have <laughs> uh, halfway into it. My sister was like, "Let's just be like Australian or something." This one That's guy giant. thought I was Australian. Like, we don't even have an accent. They don't know the difference. I was <laughs> oh, like, "Okay, no. <laughs> bro." They like it's seriously because like the tourism there is all it's it's all like from Arabic countries or like Russia. You know, it's like not yeah, it's American. Closer. That makes sense. Yeah, so it's like there's not like a lot of Americans there. So like they don't when they when like they they think that you're from Europe or something. They have no idea you say American America. They're like, okay, here well, we why go. Why would you say that? Uh, because I'm an honest human being, and that's just like I, did, I <laughs> didn't feel <laughs> uh, right reptilian telling that. confirmed. But yeah, he thinks I'm a reptilian. No, uh, confirmed. I said no. It's not confirmed by anybody. Who's it confirmed by you? Yeah, and the Illuminati. Yes. And the Illuminati. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I had, I was trying to make a joke I but it didn't come to my mind quick enough. Oh,
1: what's your blood type? Uh,
0: I don't know actually. Okay.
1: Because um, apparently I am an alien, according to my blood type. Really? You got yeah. like a super rare one? It's the uh, the universal donor. Oh, like yeah, like Mad so o- Max. Oh, O negative. O yeah. negative. Yeah.
2: I think that's that's what I am too actually. So according
1: and- to you know the Illuminati and whatnot, we're. Of this higher, higher it, being. It so tastes, are, no, no, no. it tastes real good by reptilians. <laughs> so
2: you and so they
0: sacrifice re- you. So you're a reptilian then? You nah, ca- you kind of got a reptilian vibe alien, going on. Yeah. Nah, I think you got a like right. an alien vibe. I going gave on. I
2: gave an ocular pat down. He's fine. You he gave an ocular pat down. Yeah, yeah, he's, def- def- yeah. he's definitely not a reptilian. <laughs> There's nothing about you that doesn't look like that. You're hiding a second row of teeth or that's, a tail. That's it. Uh, that looks
1: like uh, another eyelid. Yeah, yeah, you know.
0: Uh, is that the, is that the funniest phrase of all time? Is ocular Ocule. pat down. That's like that's from that's It's like the most genius like thing. No, I've I I the
1: ocular. I, kind
3: of
2: <laughs> I love that show too.
0: Uh, we got way off of uh, art and all that stuff. Yeah,
2: it was boring anyway. It's not boring. <laughs> it was actually really fascinating. I just felt. Like- I felt like a little kid. Just be like, so "When you draw stuff, is it fun? Yeah. <laughs> what kind? What's your
3: favorite color?"
2: <laughs> I wonder if yeah, is that is that an annoying question to be asked by idiots? <laughs> what's your favorite color?
0: Well, <laughs> what's your least favorite color? Nobody ever talks about that. Ooh. Ooh.
2: Yeah, maybe Ooh, don't say don't a couple have. of colors. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting (laughs) Anyway.
1: I would say yellow is the most important color. Really? In my palette, um, just because that's my overlay color, so it creates a bunch of other colors that I print over top of. All right. Yeah, it's a primary color.
0: (laughs) There's other primary colors though, right?
2: There's two more.
0: What are they? You don't know?
2: They talked about in for like is third grade. Oh, yeah, that's one.
0: And blue.
2: There you go. Yeah, I got it. And those are the uh, pigment colors, and then the light colors are cyan, magenta. I
1: don't know the last one.
3: <laughs> what was that Was sound? it yellow again? Well, I think it's yellow. Yeah, it's
1: yellow. <laughs> yeah, yellow is the most important color. That I, just I, makes I, sense. I think the primes might be RGB. RGB. Red, red green, and blue.
2: No, I thought I thought it I'm was the like, worst.
1: I'm the worst designer. I don't know my
2: well. Yeah, you know, it's I can like color he, wheel. I don't know, I don't with know the those, theory. With so with those three you colors, you make every other color.
1: I remember that. Yeah. CMYK. You can make everything. That's cyan, magenta, yellow, and black.
0: Can we talk oh. about? Uh, what the color spectrum thing in Photoshop does is I don't fucking get that at all. What do you mean? When well, you start moving, it's like, okay, uh, here's like, you have like the red one here but the red like goes to like yellow or uh, depending on what side you move it to, it does like different things. You ever seen a But rainbow? like it doesn't change, like it doesn't actually make the image more of that color. It kind of like brings out certain features what? that are within that color like spectrum. your mid-tones and your highlights and yeah. whatnot. Yeah,
1: that's where I kind of draw the line with yeah, things. It's did. like, okay, i I didn't pick that swatch at the begin to begin with, and then I try and like just maneuver it to be a little bit here or there, and it it can get I can lose everything.
0: Yeah, that. that's yeah, it's that's a lot. It's it's that's why it kind of so overwhelming. It's like it's like music software is the same way. You start like like diving into like the little things, and you're just like I don't even know what this is like what what's this word even mean. You know, it's <laughs> like I don't know. It's just crazy. I just I just want to play music, you know. I thought you liked. <laughs> you're good at that, so... Yeah. I have my moments. I thought you liked all that studio stuff. I do. I well, like playing. I like hearing ideas and telling oh. the button pusher what to press. <laughs> oh,
2: so you don't want to be a producer. No,
0: I want to be a producer. I don't want to be an engineer. Oh, that's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah. I
2: don't know the difference sometimes.
0: Yeah. Well, engineers mm-hmm. press the buttons. They know how to use all the fancy stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm just the asshole trains. that has really good ideas that tells them what to do. <laughs> and they love me. Well, that's important. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, our, our, our engineer uh, Jason Sadewi down uh, Dogmatic Recording Studios is the most patient human being on the planet. Uh, we have this one video that I that I put out on the side hustle page a few months back with Billy and I just going back and forth, and it was clipped down to about two minutes. But that was like a ten minute thing that was. It was just like actually it was probably longer than that because we were doing it the whole time you were recording keys, so it was probably a few hours. And uh, Jason just sitting there. It's like whatever you got yep all right press the button okay here we go again i was like bro we're like arguing and you're just sitting here laughing at us and then just pre- like not making a fuss about anything i've worked with engineers in the past where they're just like okay man this is like your third take do you have it or what because i'm we're wasting time like that's the worst energy to be around in the studio mm-hmm. jason just like hanging out like whatever you guys want 12 hour work day no problem you know it's amazing it's, it's like a hard dynamic. Like the engineer becomes like the fifth member of the band for the time that you're there, and they have to put up with a lot of shit, you know.
1: But then eventually you get
0: it to where you want it to be, right? Oh yeah, totally. And like if you have a good engineer, they'll deal with the 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 band dynamics, and they, they like they they you know they become they that it. member. Yeah. You know, so it's like or they they don't, and then there's assholes, mm-hmm. and then like you, then you're in this position where well this album's gonna suck because we don't vibe with the guy. You know, or the girl, 2021, right? Or them, 2021. So, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I don't know. It's it's crazy, man. But. Yeah. Well, welcome back, also. Yeah, uh, can I just say fucking daddy's home bro yeah uh, what happened daddy's last home pod- is podcast? that what you said you all kinds you let of me shit.
2: you let me do it on my own I yeah i know you. and that was Did you, i'll show you a clip but it's fucking hilarious <laughs> it was we got good. it we was had good. we had a, a friend of ours Stephen Honer. do you know him he, he plays for greenhouse and Copper Town band and spore. and spore he's real tall crazy dress looking dude but he he came uh uh here to be on the podcast as a I my co-host and then we had a music video and took a break and then he came back dressed up as him and acted like him the <laughs> whole time. with the no fear tattoo on his well arm yeah. and everything It's <laughs> so great. good uh, <laughs> it was so great uh, um it was his idea too not yeah.
0: mine there was all this uh, but it, it was <laughs> it was i promise it was a good episode but there was like all this like they were asking like they were talking about, like, legitimate things, which, first off, what? my emails are fine. What are you talking about? You made it. Uh, you, you talked about, like – because I gave, I gave him uh, the, the login stuff for the band email oh, when no, I was gone. Yeah. And he well, was like, no. you're just, just, uh, just, like, so impersonal and this. And I'm, no, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I've been doing this for, for a long time. I think I know how to write a fucking email. They're no, good emails. It. It's, and also – They're not uh, good emails. They're great emails. They're not. Do we not get booked or do we get booked? Uh, Do they get canceled or not get canceled? Well, that's COVID's not my fault, right? Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Uh, But there's maybe it is. I don't know (laughs) where you been. You going to different countries and shit. (laughs) Um, There's a there's there's a lot of like things that are being talked about and questions that are being thrown around and answers that you had. Where I was like this you're wrong and the questions i have answers to and no one's answering the questions I'm all right well what's like, one of them i can't remember i was ta- i was listening <laughs> to it on the car ride home so it was like i didn't uh i wasn't able to like take notes down
2: but yeah the uh impersonal emails. i'm very um anal when it comes to uh grammar and any sort of situation like that so like i write like a fucking like mpa like approved or sorry mla that's what it's called right
0: yeah. Is that college degree I working so. hard for you yeah
2: yeah yeah I was pretty good at writing. One semester. That's what I'm saying. Like I'll 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 write like a real good yeah. One semester and I flunked out, but uh, <laughs> yeah. and it was music school, so yeah, that's great. I mean it's true. That's what happened. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, I I just I read the emails. I'm just like all of these are just like just just like just one like sentence.
0: That's what they want. It
2: doesn't even have a greeting. Does
0: it has a, it has a <laughs> greeting at the end? Best regards, Anton bloom <laughs> My phone number that's at the, the, the bottom. Side hustle website. It- that's what they want, man. They they don't like they don't have time to sit through a paragraph of, of like pleasantries. Mm-hmm. Like nobody's into that.
1: You gotta get, get get to the get point to, yeah. yeah, immediately. Hey,
0: uh, my name is Anton LaPlume. I represent a band called Side Hustle out, out of Jacksonville. Uh, we're planning a tour for our album release. These are the dates we're looking for. Here's links and I give them you know the website. You don't even oh. say please. <laughs> <laughs> they don't say please to that me either, joke. bro. That was a joke. <laughs> Please book our
2: band. You should see some of the
0: emails I <laughs> get back. Okay. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. It's like... Here, yep, I know like, that one. Yeah. Or just like... Or just like... Here's just, just just the date. Yeah, It's like, okay. Or I'm not going to name the venue, but recently there was a spot that we were trying to get booked at. Um, and the the talent buyer that I was talking to, this guy must have just not been all there or something. Because like, he's... His responses, I wish you could pull him up right now. Like, one of his responses is like, I'll get back with you. I'm at the dentist. I'm like, you know, this is an email, right?
2: <laughs> that's what I mean. That's what it sounds like. Just a bunch of, like, just awful text messages back and forth.
0: Yeah, it's terrible. Like, like I, I used to do the pleasantries thing try to be as personable as possible. Well, I don't
2: think you've ever worked in an office before. I think that's my deal. Uh- you, that, i haven't i i i have like for 10 I've years i've worked in an office well i'm just saying like when you write emails you don't you can't write that kind of stuff no of
0: course not i work. I, I i did i did a uh, uh i worked for a small music uh store in uh fort lauderdale called uh, Ant Hill music and we did mostly online sales and i was the customer service rep rep for uh <laughs> <laughs> and i but but like i would do all the emails and stuff and i learned how to write great i did a lot of damage control oh, yeah. and i wrote really good emails and I did oh, yeah. the whole thing but like it's not the same thing when you're when you're writing an email to a talent buyer yeah it's you like talking to, to a short, caveman yeah or, 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 or a computer mm. they get hun- like they get hundreds of emails every week if not more of some of the bigger uh, talent buyers it's just weird to me i guess that's all i was trying to say yeah, so
2: and I'm gonna poke fun if you. You're not here. I'm like, this was gonna happen. Maybe don't That's why go I, to another country and then tell me to keep doing the podcast. Yeah, no, I was lesson I thought,
0: learned. It, it was <laughs> <laughs> it was great, but there was moments where I was like, oh my god, these are all things that I need to be here for. This this is my world that we're talking Did about I, now. I didn't train wreck anything. No, no, it was great, man. i would just saying, there's like 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 reaching out to different uh, markets to try and get booked, or like certain things that were like nobody had the answer to, and I was like, oh my god, this is my. This is my bread and butter right here. That's you know? where you would have stepped in. Yeah, and I would have had like legitimate answers for the listener and for Nat and Steve who were looking for answers and you were just like, Yeah, I don't I don't know either. Yeah. Just <laughs> <I was laughs> like, bro, what are we doing here? I don't fucking I handle guess that. We'll, we'll never know. <laughs> I guess we'll never know. How do we get booked in another city? I guess we'll never know. I told him to
2: do show swaps.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, yeah. But there's but there was other <laughs> things too. That was the fucking problem. We'll listen to the whole thing. We'll listen to the whole thing together to to whole and I'll point it out to you.
2: I was there. You weren't. <laughs> You were having a vacation.
0: I was having a great time in Turkey. Excuse me, my first vacation in the six years we've been doing this fucking band. So, did a vacation last year during COVID though we weren't even working, but we were doing the podcast. Where'd you go? I went to Helen, Georgia, for like four days. Oh, all right. that was awesome. You ever been to Helen, Georgia? No. Cool little Dutch town in. Uh, it's about an a hour. Dutch town. An hour and a half north of Atlanta. And, uh, I should have gone, but... It, bro, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's kind of like St. Augustine, but instead of Spanish, it's Dutch. And, uh, um, yeah, I don't know like how authentic it is. Like, I don't know how old the, the infrastructure. Like, St. Augustine, some of the buildings are, are really old. I don't know if Helen's like that, but it's got the whole, you know, very gimmicky Dutch thing going on. It's very a cool. Dutch thing? Like it German, looks, yeah. It looks like a little German town oh, in okay. the middle of the mountains. It's like look, I like was it's thinking
2: like windmills and tulips. Yeah, I was
0: gonna say are there a lot of like
1: wooden windmills there?
2: No, is? it's a lot of like. Uh, I think you meant German. Yeah, <laughs> it's more I mean German, German.
0: <laughs> Dutch German. Deutschland. It's, no, that's
2: two s- different. Is, countries. It, is it different? Yeah, it's. I mean, that's okay. the Netherlands or Holland, and that if you're from there, you're called Dutch. But if you're from Germany, you're called German. It's all the same thing. So you right, can say yeah, German okay. town.
0: German town. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> so beer and pretzels. Yeah. A lot of that sausages and, and the yeah. whole thing. um Later, hose them. But it's, uh, <laughs> it's a, it's very cool little town. We got a little, a little cabin in the mountain, and then we would just kind of like going into town and whatever, do some hiking during the day. And it was just a beautiful place. It, really? a lot they have like the longest zip line in the country there, which we did that, which is pretty fucking dope. <sighs> no. Four days in Helen. You don't need four days. Though. You could probably <laughs> do it in two. <laughs> but you know, it's a cool town. I want. I want to go on vacation again
2: on Thanksgiving. I think we're gonna go to Asheville.
0: Cool. I, I, Asheville's cool.
2: You like been there before? Yeah. Uh, uh, we've I've played there so many times. Yeah, I've played there, and much. I'm like the biggest fan of Bob Moog and like everything that he ever did. The Factory is right in downtown. Never been to the factory. I'd never been because we were standing
0: out front of the factory one time. I
2: always walk outside of it, <laughs> yeah. like never in. But no, you can't ever get in because they close at a normal time, and we're only there for like you know a few two, hours. A few hours, and they play the show, and they're out. So I, I really want to go.
0: I like Asheville a lot. It's a it's cool nice. town. I loved, yeah, I like West Asheville a lot, though. I'm not, downtown's cool, but it's a little touristy, you know? West Asheville's got, like, this kind of Riverside vibe to it. More low-key, but, like, still pretty hip. You know, I, I like it. Mm. You've been up there a lot? Went to the last
1: two Christmas jams. Okay, nice. Um, so, What's that? Uh, that Warren was Haynes. the the Warren Haynes Festival. Oh, wow. Yeah. I and then Indiana. they took...
0: Did you do the artwork for that?
1: I've done a couple of Christmas jam posters. time. So, um... So, I mean, that's incredible. Um, Just this big time jam, like all all these musicians coming from all over the country just to play one to two nights. And um, but uh, we got snowed out uh, both both years. And then the the next year, they were like, yeah, we're going to not do Christmas jam this year. And then COVID hit. So (sighs) so we went to the last two Christmas jams. They should do
0: Christmas jam in Florida where it doesn't snow.
1: For real, right? Yeah,
0: (laughs) it's like, come on, guys. It's just smart thinking. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I do a Christmas karaoke every year.
0: Where do you Where do you do
1: that? I do
2: that at Green Room Brewing. It's at the beach. I used to live at the beach before I moved over here, and uh, I just play like uh, Christmas songs on piano, kind of like uh, uh, Schroeder and like uh, Charlie Brown. I do the whole Charlie Brown Christmas thing. Yeah, you love it. (laughs) Okay, we're there. uh, And then uh, uh, after that, then I'm like, you sign up on a a sheet of paper, and then you do karaoke with me playing, but it's Christmas carol, so I call it karaoke. And it'll be our my sixth one, not crazy.
1: Yeah, that's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah, we're we're gonna go.
2: This yeah, year. for sure.
1: Yeah. We usually
2: did it on Christmas Eve every year for, and it, uh, we did it so that people that were like going, uh, uh, that either came back to Jacksonville or didn't have family because I, I never got to go back home during Christmas Eve, so uh, we would do it then. But I think we're gonna move it to like a normal day so that more people can do it this time around.
0: Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd like to go check it out too. Yeah, you should come. It'd be yeah. great. You
2: can sing. You know. Uh, what would be your song?
0: I wouldn't do any of the songs. I just want to watch. Oh, you just want to watch me That's, do it? Yeah. All right. I I, I love can, doing I, it. I can never go because, like, my family's Cuban, so we celebrate, like, No Chibuena and do that. So I go home. And do that Christmas Eve is like the day that we celebrate. Mm-hmm. So he's always doing it on Christmas Eve. I'm like, I'm not gonna. A lot
2: of people say that, and then Carrie finally like convinced me. It was like, why are you doing on Christmas Eve? Nobody can show up. I was like, that's the whole point of Christmas Eve. And like everybody is either here with their family or you know they don't have a place to go. That's that's what I was right. saying. So no, we're gonna that's do a, a good party. idea. For we're sure. gonna get uh, DJ Seven to spend afterwards. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, it's gonna be a party, a Christmas party instead of a whole deal. Nice. I'm announcing it now. But we don't know what day yet. It's probably, a Tuesday <laughs> probably a Tuesday night or something like Good that. Good way to announce it. Yeah. Well,
0: not this is a, like a, a soft announcement. Soft announcement. <laughs> we'll, we'll get back to you with the details. Uh, a hint. There's a place in, uh, in, in L.A. that I went to one time. I couldn't walk in because it's a store that's just like they don't have regular hours of operation. They just open whenever they want and they don't tell people. I like the cool so stuff store. Is that what it's like? <laughs> They're like,
3: eh,
2: I guess we'll be open this weekend. I don't it, know. it
0: literally says it on the door, though. It's just like, we, we, we open whenever we want. We just, feel like it. And we don't announce it, so just, you know, whenever <laughs> you're here. and but, but the people that know, that's such an L.A. thing to do also. It's like, look how cool we are. We don't even have to announce when we're open. People are just going to show up. You know what I mean? It's, it sounds like Miami. I know, you know right? it sounds so Miami. It's, it really is. Like, <laughs> L.A. and Miami are, like, the same place. Mm. But, like, L.A.'s got, like, a reason to be that way. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? Miami, no, It's just like, no, nah, so you're like the jealous, like, uh-huh. younger brother. That's what Miami is.
2: Do you want to, when I went to Miami uh, for vacation, we went to the Vizcaya Gardens. Did you ever go to that? Oh, yeah. Was, I, grew- I didn't even know it was there. And I'm just like, holy fuck, this is so close to downtown. And yeah, guy, I mean, yeah. this giant mountain, uh, mountain, mountain uh, mansion, <laughs> sorry.
1: Rain, yeah. Brain broke for a second, but it's gorgeous. The they gardens would, are ridiculous. They would have the uh, the ren fairs there. Oh, that and makes sense, yeah. I yeah. haven't been there since
0: I was a kid, I it's barely so, remember it. It's so It's pretty sh- magical, it's
2: so huge, dude. It mm-hmm. just keeps on going, and there's like all these like nooks and crannies of like these gardens. It's like looks like you know, some guy with like OCD is like, I'm gonna make another garden, I'm gonna yeah, make another <laughs> garden. Like, attached to everything, and then it just lines up right to like a condo building. And then mm-hmm. They got it all like uh, blocked off, you can't see it really, but.
1: That's where I used to live. I used to live, like, right over there? two
2: two buildings down. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, so you definitely know about mm-hmm. it. But, yeah, I would recommend anybody going to Miami, like, if just go to do that. Yeah. It's a little expensive. But I think it was, like, shit, I think it was, like, $25 a person to go, but it's worth it. It's, it's worth totally it.
0: Worth yeah. It. Yeah. I have to check it out again. I haven't been in so long. I'll go with it. All right. <laughs>
2: That's what Carrie says all the time. It's like New Jersey slang. I'll fucking go with
0: you. I'll fucking go with you.
2: <laughs> no, not with the
0: with you. With you. With you. I'll, I'll fucking go I'll with fucking you. I'll fucking go with you. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you guys want to get to unpopular opinions? Yeah, this is a great episode. Yeah, for sure, man. Thanks for being on again. It's a Thanks lot of fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's the first time we've had somebody who's not like a musician, I guess. Like, or we had like promoters, I guess, on and like. Some managers. Yeah, but we haven't had, had a lot an artist. of people that weren't. We musicians. haven't had an art like, like an artist on before. Though of no, so like, outskirts
1: of the industry.
0: Yeah, like yeah, but, but one of the coolest parts, though. Yeah, totally. And in, in not, my
1: it, opinion, still technically
2: a performer because you're still presenting art. And so one of the most important parts same, too, man, same fucking ballpark.
0: I can't like, I like for for us like when I like the big like, one of the biggest things I get like overwhelmed with is like. When we're going on the road or, or have like a big show coming on, it's like, what are we doing for artwork and like, what's that going to look like? Oh, and how are we going to make it like fit within the overall brand of the band? You know, it's like those are all things you got to think about, and I think that, you know, you guys play a big role in that.
2: That was one thing I was going to ask. That that's the only question that I was like definitely asked this question. I just remembered it. it. Was like, have you made album artwork before? Oh yeah, I'm sure figured you did. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh so that was my eight year old question. What's your favorite album cover?
1: That, uh, that no, not that n- you did. Not that I've done because yeah. none of them. Um, <laughs> God, favorite album cover. Um, shit, there's like this Blue Oyster Cult live album that's like straight out of the apocalypse. Where um, it's fantastic. I I can, I I'm like drawing a blank at the name of it was, right now. But
0: what like well, well, uh, who've you done album art for?
1: Just finished up one for The Hip Abduction. Nice. Um, uh, it's such a great album, too. Um, and then did one for Caviar and Grits. They're this like cool, like, Erica Badu- Badu-ish kind of band out nice. of Philadelphia. I love that. Um, done some bigger ones now that I can't really think
0: of. Drawing a blank on yeah. it? Yeah, I feel you. It's tough when you're asking me questions. you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I know. You're like on the spot. I get it.
2: I was just thinking about it. I was like, yeah, our album artwork. I was like, I bet he's got a favorite one. I'm going to ask that question.
0: I don't know what my favorite album Hard is.
2: Hard-hitting question. I don't know. All I can think of is Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon right now.
1: Because I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I like the... Well, the it's iconic. It well, yeah, the one that you've got the... The poster, of oh, right that's, there, right. that's yeah. without a doubt, that's like my favorite, but it's not, it's not
2: a painting, it's a picture, right? right. You know what is I mean? That, is That guy uh, on, on fire, fire. he yeah. is actually <laughs> on fire. <laughs> no, no, no. That's we're looking <laughs> at the "Wish You Were Here" album um, okay, cover, but, by the way, but, 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 the uh, front of it, not uh, the hand. And like, sorry,
0: I was going, I had a question that I was going to ask him about. I, I, no, I stopped. Does he not look like Donald Trump <laughs> a little <laughs> I bit? I
2: just saw that. Who, <laughs> Who does? Now that you look at it, yeah, <laughs> oh, that's like fiery
0: guy. Yeah, I feel like it's very like. Like I don't know, a foreshadowing bit. a little bit, right?
2: You know that that's in the Warner Pink Brothers Floyd, studio. They were different. Really, they they, it? Yeah.
0: tell me it's Illuminati, bro. They're all on the same fucking page here.
1: Pink Floyd is in the Illuminati. They're all in. It,
0: they're all in it. They bro. didn't talk about that. You, talk, you ever You listen to? There's a. I was. I, so I got this. Uh, that's what the
1: triangle is all about. <gasps> fucking <gasps> dog! Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> I got this book on tape <laughs> because
0: I'm like really interested in the. Uh, there's this whole conspiracy theory about like the. Uh, what's that fucking uh, Canyon Laurel Canyon, out, like you know, uh, in in LA or whatever, and like the, the musicians, like Frank Zappa and and uh, Jim Morrison, all the people that came out of there. There's a, there's like this whole conspiracy about like, you know, uh, MK Ultra and how it was based out of uh, Laurel Canyon and, and all like these musicians. Uh, these they they come from a long line of military people that were involved with MK Ultra and all this stuff, and it's like so the conspiracy is that that the CIA started the hippie movement and created these bands like Frank Zappa and the doors. And I, I was, what? Like, and I could, I'm, I could see that I, What? There, <laughs> look at, look at, there's, at, there's a little bit of truth to everything. They definitely, they probably had a hand in, in, in utilizing the movement to push their agenda. But, uh, I was, but I'm always, I, I'm always down for a good conspiracy theory. I, I was listening to this book and I and I was like, all this guy is doing is just naming names and talking about how different people were murdered for different shit and then drawing some comparison to a military person. So, oh, well, Jim Morrison's dad was in the Air Force, and this person's dad was in... He was the, an admiral, you know, actually, in the Navy. Yeah, well, <clears throat> right, so whatever it might have been. Like, yeah. Like, it's, just, it's just saying a celebrity's name, they, they live in Laurel Canyon, and their parents were in the military. It's like... Yeah, correlation is, is not causation. Yeah, it's, like, this, uh, it's uh, okay, but there, there's a lot of... Un- weird untimely deaths that happened uh, with celebrities in that area from like the silent film days all the way through the hippie movement. It wasn't all drugs though? But there's a lot of murders though. There's a lot uh, of murders mm. and then they like, also like you know accidental overdoses where they were like unusually high amounts of drugs in people. See that was going to be my cons- conspiracy theory right there because they're going to
1: draw these lines. They create the hippie movement to have people overdose on drugs and then we can create this war on drugs. Right. So it's all part of it, right? Wait, wait wait, like,
2: wait, wait, wait. So they created drugs to create a war on drugs? Yes. That, is <laughs> that well, doesn't make sense. Well, how, much, at money all. They, how yeah. much
0: money have they made off the war on drugs, though? A lot of it. To see yeah, during like the Iran Contra deal and all that stuff, how much drugs they brought in, uh, and how much money the government made just off of that, not to mention the incarceration rates and all the money they're making off of that. Are you serious? All right. Well, I, I didn't bring my tinfoil hat. The like podcast. I don't, right? I don't. I don't. Yeah, in, I don't buy. Can- I don't buy into the Laurel Canyon. I don't buy into Laurel Canyon thing. But there's definitely government involvement in a lot of like weird shit, though. Yeah.
2: Then they invent crack, the CIA or something. Well, like that's that?
0: that's the whole thing right uh, there. Yeah. yeah. And then they, they and that's they the, did the that,
2: MK Ultra experiments for sure. Yeah, yeah,
0: totally. Which then you know, so the, the hippie movement thing, it's like, it's not. Uh, I don't. Bl- I don't necessarily believe that they created the hippie movement. No. But there's definitely a way that that they can use it to. Propagate their agenda, further right? Further Yeah. They definitely, like... It, they definitely used art and, and entertainment as tools for propaganda. They definitely did that. We know that. Okay. That's and kind of a... Blanket statement. Well, no, but I mean, you think about like like songs that are written like like. So okay, there there one podcast I did listen to, okay. and it was about uh, it's called Winds of Change. Oh yeah. Okay. It's oh really yeah, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. You so told me about that. So, no, th- so this guy. No, so this guy talks about there's a song by the Scorpions called Win- Winds of Change. Came out like the late '80s, and it came out like right around the time that the Berlin Wall was coming down and the end of the, the USSR and all that stuff. So, um. Uh, the, the conspiracy is that the song Winds of Changes was written by the CIA in order to overthrow the communists, right? And so this guy goes on this, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it gets deep though, it gets deep okay. though. I know it sounds ridiculous. So yeah. this guy goes on the, on this mission to find out about it. He asks like all these, he interviews like CIA people and whatever and and eventually, he interviews a singer of the Scorpions about it. This guy's like cracking up. He's like, "What? Yeah, so that's fucking hilarious." So you think that that that, that, that that's real? The people think that's real, but he he talks the, the CIA people. He was talking to it took him so many steps to just go to the Scorpions. Yeah, go to the yeah. guy. <laughs> it's like eight <laughs> you episodes. Write the songs. That's
2: the CIA. That's the CIA. <laughs> yeah.
1: it, it's, fucking knew it. It's like eight episodes. This guy's not fucking talking. <laughs> he, talk, he
0: talks to the Scorpions manager. Also, he talks to like. And then it, so it's 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 pretty insane. Uh, so he talk to some CIA operatives, and uh, they were saying that they're like, I don't know for like I don't know. I've never heard that that song was written by, uh, by the CIA, but I can for sure say that the CIA has written songs to uh, as propaganda tools for sure.
2: Just to keep it that fucking idea going on in some poor. Well, no, but like, head. these are
0: people that are that are there that they're like like. Like that are that are saying like i know that we've used this kind of propaganda before like yeah. especially like like probably life like, like, i would like say the cia hired <laughs> Lifehouse yeah, yeah yeah the cia hired uh like like makeup artists from hollywood
2: all right <laughs> i'm sorry don't i'm sorry don't,
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. don't I'm be into bullshit. this bullshit what
2: are you talking about is bullshit though all right you're right it's
0: bullshit <laughs> there's no way some popular opinions then
2: yeah, sure. I'm sorry. I wasn't. I wasn't literally trying to th- like throw your whole conversation under the bus, but I could not sit still and not make fun of it for that. Yeah, long. it's. I, I know. No way.
0: I know it sounds way. ridiculous, but there are things that are they're weird. Like how you see, I use Hollywood makeup artists to 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 put their agents undercover, like like to make to make them up to go undercover, like in foreign countries and stuff to be spies. Okay, but that was real. Okay, all right. So like, there's there's an involvement there. You know what I mean? The ones that are not
1: like too. Too far-fetched and whatnot. It's like so, like yeah, they they wrote some songs to promote some agenda. Yeah, I can get down with that.
0: That's well, they the uh, what's her name? Uh, I'm drawing a blank on her name right now. Ted Nugent or, or uh, you know, Duke Ellington. <laughs> Duke Ellington also. Uh, what? They, they the the government uh, funded their tours like across like Africa and stuff like that. Okay. To, because there was a co- there was a communist government in one of the countries there. And they, they funded a tour so they can expose the people there to American culture. So then that way, if you expose... Because the first way that you get to the people is by influencing their culture. Okay. When you influence a culture, you show them that this is part of what that place is. And they want more of that thing. So right. then you turn them onto the idea, and then it becomes much easier to get them on your side to overthrow the, the, the thing that's already there. Which is why they use music and entertainment as a way to... Push their agenda, mm. right? So the government actually funded tours for people like Duke Ellington and fucking like drawing like our name right now. But they did L. this. Ella Fitzgerald. That's all I can think of too. Gerald, yeah, I was Gerald, the Same uh, person. Too. <laughs> Nina Simone. Nina Simone. Okay. Uh, so they funded, and which is hilarious, but not hilarious. It's kind of sad. But she was very like. She was she was very against the American government. Is very outspoken about that, and actually moved to South Africa in her later years, where she eventually died there. But like to know she she never found out that one of her tours was actually funded by the U.S. government under the guise of an LLC or or, or a fundraising uh, uh uh thing, and they put and then they they, they made her go on tour in Africa, to prom- like just to sing or whatever, and like the whole thing was was to expose this this uh, country to American culture, and then sh- like her working for the p- people that she thought were her enemy. You know what I mean? Like, like the the mind fuck that that is for her as an artist and as a human being. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, I mean, I kind of get it. See, that's interesting. I can... I'm ch- check this check well, this this podcast out the Winds yeah. of Change because they act they, like they go into shit, shit they, they actually have like proof of the of like this stuff being real. They're, now as far as the, the song being written by uh for the Scorpions there's no proof of that. Yeah. But they do interview <laughs> CIA people but to talk But they kept the about. name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what
2: song, the name, what's what's yeah. what's the famous song that Scorpions did? Uh um
0: hurricane. R- r- rocky that, l- like hurricane. hurricane. That's yeah. that's
2: Sebastian Bach, the singer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So So they went to Sebastian Bach and then asked him Isn't was, he Skid
1: Row?
0: No.
2: No. Have you seen Trailer Park Boys? He's in Trailer Park Boys, I remember that. I'm, with Bubbles? Yeah, with Bubbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get a uh, whole, whole different thing. I guess I try. But, yeah, that's Sebastian, Sebastian Bach with a real long hair. Yeah,
0: long hair, yeah. They went to him. They interviewed him, and he was nervous about it. He was like, I'm scared to, like, go at this guy and be like, hey, your song was not written by you. And so, But when he approached him, he was like – that's fucking hilarious. Got, I did not think that my song would have ever gotten to that point. I just
2: wanted to double check. It's like I was pretty sure that was the lead singer and everything yeah. like that. That's hilarious, man. I want to watch that interview real bad. It's
0: not it's not it's not on video, but you can listen to it on Spotify. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> as oh. well as his podcast, bottom of the <laughs> bill. Oh my
2: goodness. Yeah, so is that that's I mean, without a doubt, Imagine Dragons, that's how that started, right?
0: Imagine Dragons, yeah, for sure. There,
2: I. I thought Lifehouse actually like I kind of do like that song.
0: That one song they had. I, I saw remember. them open up for Matchbox Twenty when I was like in middle school. I bet you My did. Mom took Florida me. band. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> Lifehouse or Florida? Or- where, where
0: from? from Florida. Matchbox
1: so Twenty. Rob Thomas is from Florida. Where are they from? Orlando. I- They're from Orlando. <laughs> Orlando, Florida. <laughs> that that's makes wild. Sense. The real Magic City. The, the real worst, yeah. City yeah. worst city ever. Um, um,
2: but yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Lifehouse, uh, not Lifehouse. Imagine Dragons. That is the worst band there uh, to yeah. ever exist.
0: I don't. I. I've They're like coming heard, here soon too. I've actually. heard like one or two songs. I can't re- remember them, so they must not be that good. I don't know. I'm not. I. I don't have an opinion on them either way. I wouldn't recommend listening to him. Did you see, uh, for the college
2: football championship, it was uh, Imagine Dragons and Lil Wayne playing at the same time? Oh, that <laughs> Do you Remember that terrible. halftime show? No. It was Don't Lil Wayne play the guitar? No, it's when he came out in uh, uh, bright red rain boots and yellow a shirt and everything like that, and it was Imagine Dragons playing a song, and then Lil Wayne's like, I'm going to start rapping now. It was the w- worst Yeah, I, I would
1: have just changed the channel. Yeah. Like, I've Not that done. Lil Wayne's
2: bad. Imagine Dragons is 100% bad, but, like, what are we doing? Say
1: it's <laughs> his own. i, I yeah.
2: yeah. But anyways, I think that was like a 2017. I can't remember even know who's playing. Wow. I think it was Baker Mayfield. Anyways. <laughs> all right. Unpopular opinions. Yeah, you go first.
1: Right. I got. I, I have my third one. I really. Do you have one or no? I'll come up with okay, something.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, we'll take our time on these because I I I can't remember what my second or third one we're gonna be. So I got my first <laughs> one right here. You only have one. I, don't, I I'm gonna get. I got my other ones too. I just gotta right, think got about it for a second. Uh, where's my thing at? Uh, unpopular. Opinion. Here we go. Um Just because a, a song is overplayed by cover bands does not mean it's a bad song.
3: Mm,
2: I kind of agree with that, but then also like stop fucking playing that song.
0: I agree with that for sure, but doesn't make it a bad song. Like Freebird's not a bad song. Ugh. But if one more fucking asshole regards <laughs> <yells laughs> out a <laughs> goddamn bar. So
1: you don't like that when, <laughs> when? I thought that was like a, a fun a fun banter back and forth. I thought
0: which- I thought for sure that, that wouldn't have happened when I moved to Jacksonville. What? Because I was like <laughs> start it. I know but but I was like I was like I was like there's no way they're gonna do it in Jacksonville. They're from there's no way. And then We've I got here the- they fucking doubled like everyone doubled down on it and I was like, You guys fucking suck. I want,
2: a, I want a chalkboard that, like, they keep at construction sites that says, like, last day till accident, and that'd be the last time since Freebird <laughs> Request, and then every time someone does it, just, like, erase, like, a giant number, and put a zero, and then just stare at them. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> idea. That's, that we should would start be good. Doing that.
1: We should start doing but then that. You, but you just, like, you write a big number up there. Yeah, you know, uh, they're like, 112
2: days. It's been 112 yeah. days since anyone said Freebird, they're like, play Freebird, I'm like, But
0: you don't even even need to announce it. You can just let it happen because it's going to happen anyway. No, it does every time. So you just... But But
1: you don't must be be guaranteed to have somebody yell it because they see that sign. I
2: know. It's an immutable force. You can't... Fucking do anything yeah. to piss those people off about Freebird, except don't play it. Here, here's, here's,
0: here's the better. Like, so you just put a number up there. And then as soon as somebody <laughs> says it, just go it off with zero. And then they're going to be like, wait, what just happened? You did it. <laughs> you did that. You caused this event to happen. <laughs>
2: All right. Uh, my first one is uh, the 80s were the best decade everything Oh my God! Fuck you! For literally, everything. literally, fuck you! Had the coolest fashion. Had the best music. <laughs> it had like the best sports. Really, and the Dolphins. <laughs> dolphins. The yeah, Bears. Dolphins. It was pretty cool. And they had an undefeated season. It was pretty nice. And then, um, yeah, uh, just like baseball was awesome in the eighties. That's true. Before the Marlins,
0: Reagan, yeah. who could forget Reagan? <laughs> Trickle down economics. I mean, know, America like, was the best. Yeah.
1: even if <laughs>
2: America you get, was the best. <laughs> even if you get rid of all the fucking, like, super poppy stuff. Iran your like, Contra- like Rhythmics. <laughs> oh, this is good. Oh, yeah. seagulls. Right? This is good. I, I mean, like that's all when, this. like, that's when Collins, the war on drugs. Listen. Oh,
0: my God. This is all uh, great. Oh, do you not like being interrupted? Oh, you hate being interrupted. Oh. I feel really bad I'm sorry. Right You're being interrupted. So <laughs> the 80s
2: were the best. 80s the best I could. I'm probably repeating it. Flock of Seagulls. This. I love and I Iran. Sh- I love that song.
0: To the contra deal, right? Yeah, and it's <laughs> Iran, Iran. Oh, sorry. Well, I'm being culturally insensitive. I'm yeah. sorry. What's
1: the, s- the second one? I'm oh, sorry, you got something about it. So, um, when we were doing uh, the Riverside Arts Market, yeah, uh, my wife and I, we finish every every show off. Like in the last half hour, we'd put on our playlist, the tubular, awesome, radical '80s playlist. <laughs> and it was our dance party to to end the festival as a celebration and it's like you can't help but be happy. Yeah. Listening to all of it. That's what
2: my dad always said. He said the eighties were amazing and then the fucking nineties came and grunge ruined all of it. It
0: was so fun.
2: I, I do and like then the Kurt r- Cobain came around and everyone was sad. Ruined I do everything. Like, I do like the uh,
0: I do like the Back in Black album from AC/DC, which was 1980. I was gonna say it before so you
2: interrupted co- me. that Phil Collins like really came into his own and started making his own fucking shit. Yeah,
0: yeah I like Genesis in the 70s way That's what I meant with, with Genesis. Oh no, 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 yeah, no, it was Phil Collins with Peter with the, Gabriel in the 70s. Yeah, yeah, that's that's my Genesis era yeah, right no, there. A lot of people like the 70s. Let, let me let, let me put this in, in 80s in, Bowie. I fucking
2: love 80s let, Bowie. let me put this in simpler terms for you. The 80s, 80s Prince
0: suck. 80s Prince, get the fuck out of here. Are you, serious? you get the fuck out of here. No, late 70s Prince, that's where it's at, bro. The first two. Are you kidding me? Was Little Red Corvette on that or not? Get the fuck <laughs> out of here, bro!
2: Get the fuck out of here.
0: Here's my second unpopular. Raspberry opinion. Beret. Prince, Prince. stopped being good in the '80s. How about that? When did Purple Rain come out? No, that's my second unpopular opinion. Was
2: Purple Rain in the '70s? I don't give a fuck. When I Purple don't. Rain came remember out. it being in
0: the '70s. I don't give a fuck. But f- I listen, could be wrong. Listen. No, it was in the listen 80s. to listen to the uh, to the acapella uh, uh, intro. On the on the self self-title, titled self self titled album, just called Prince, and the, the 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 intro is just an acapella thing that he does. It's unreal. Listen, seventy nine. Right before the eighties came and ruined everything.
2: No, eighties fucking made everything better. It was way more sound. You're so eighties. Everything about you. Look at your shirt. <laughs> it's unpolarizing. Yeah, like oh, you stuff. look
0: like you were just born in a trailer in Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a bad thing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks like a bad thing.
2: All right, what's your second one? Top that part? was
0: my second one. Prince got bad in the 80s.
2: Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah, he, that's my second he, one. I disagree with that a million times Yeah, everyone will disagree with that. But he got amazing.
0: He, the, he, there's some good songs, but, I mean, the first two albums were just like... What's
2: a good song from the 80s that you like from Prince? That's a good question.
0: Uh... I have to. I don't know my name. I can go on the. I can go on Spotify. You can't and think
2: real quick. like any of his popular songs. I'm not. What about 1999?
0: It's fine. I'm it's. It's fine. I just. Ding, I think it's most could, boring synthrap ever. So, it's ding. such a boring ding. song in general. Fuck you. Talking heads. You <laughs> talkin the guitar heads? part's fine. Like it's cool. I'm like, not gonna let this die. The guitar part's cool. Like it's got like an interesting feel to it. But as far as like a song that I can like listen to and really get something out of, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't really like 1999, uh, 1999 that much, to be honest. Yeah,
3: it
2: was written in the 80s.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's my point. All
2: right, uh, my <laughs> second one is political, and it's hilarious. Every homeless person should get a house and a <laughs> universal basic income. Hang on, this best oh, okay. part. And yeah. if anybody complains about it, they can also get a free house and UBI, but they just have to spend two years as a homeless person. <laughs> I thought that was a great. I like that. <laughs> like, if anybody's like, you know a lot of. I've worked too hard for this. Like, you can have it too for free, but you have to be homeless for two years. And they're like, oh, okay, you can have it. Yeah. Don't want
1: to go through that. No, uh, that's awful, right? Yeah. I thought you were gonna end it. They should just get a house. No, they should. I would <laughs> and, then, and then deadpan it right there. <laughs> no, they should. I, I,
2: I think. I think. I think that shelter is a uh, basic human right, and I think everybody should get it. Uh, but uh, a lot of people that work, everybody worked for it. That's not homeless that's the way that it is right now and people will complain and be like well why do i fucking work this long for this house i'm like you can have it too for free without mm-hmm. a doubt but you just had to be homeless for two years
0: i'd be like all right fine sounds good that's how i fix it and my yeah. willy
2: wonka fucking politics
0: yeah willy wonka politics that's good the, the willy wonka party yeah that's where you're gonna start i like it <laughs> you like it yeah. yeah yeah i got a lot of caveats. it would be very
1: unpopular though oh no yeah. it's a
2: super unpopular opinion i will never it, but my Best one's the wealth purge for sure. The wealth purge. Wealth purge is great, and it's called it Bezo Bucks, right? Bezo Bucks. Uh, you just take everybody, everybody who's got more than a hundred million dollars. You just take all their money past that, just for one, one year, and then that's it. You just take all their stuff, and then you get to start over again. But you're, you got a hundred million dollars.
1: It would fix everything. <laughs>
2: and then everything <laughs> that they say in their head, they're like, uh, oh, that they tell everybody, it's like, I came from nothing. I was like, well, look at you. You can do it again from a hundred million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's not gonna take that hard. And then everybody gets to eat. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, last one.
0: Um well For uh, you. Yeah, I'm trying to think what my last one's gonna be. <laughs> um Star Wars is
2: overrated. Fuck <laughs> you, <yeah>, dude. <laughs> Actually I will say that it is it is overrated. Yeah, I'm
0: not sure how unpopular that is. Well, it, you know, yeah, I guess it's true, but a lot of people like it though. Oh I love it. And it's like my favorite thing in the world. And the obsessed. acting is just terrible. The worst acting I've ever seen in my life. It's not great. <laughs> Uh, which to me takes me out of the movie. So like, the concept could be good, but the acting sucks. I can't. I'm not buying I'm not it's, buying it.
2: It's not winning Academy Awards, that's for sure. But yeah. it is like one of the most. Did little, it though,
1: or did it?
2: Maybe for like, definitely not. Not for, for acting. acting. Yeah. <laughs> for for maybe like visual special effects, effects, special for effects, special yeah. stuff. Definitely not best screenplay. I would say. I, d-
0: I mean, I liked it when I was a kid, but then I grew up and it was like, yeah, this movie sucks. I'm pretty sure it never won an Academy Award, honestly, but it might have. But uh, 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 it's most like one of the most
2: original fucking things ever.
0: Yeah, you can't argue that. No, I can't argue that.
2: Anyways, my last one is very unpopular in that I think Frank Zappa is pretty annoying. Yeah, that's,
0: he is annoying. Really? He was, he was annoying. I like his. Uh, I, I like that he pushed the boundaries of creativity. Yeah. I'm into that, and I, anybody that, that's going for that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna respect. I'm gonna, I'm gonna support. But yeah, I mean, like, I don't put put on Zappa just the vibe, no. for sure. You know? I, I was watching a YouTube
2: video about where he was writing some song where it was uh, uh, everybody, they, they play it, and the, it's like the most re- crazy fucking thing you've ever heard. He fucking loves his xylophone. I just can't get on it. Yeah. I don't like I don't like
1: I them. do have a good xylophone? If you ever see it live, oh I it's, mean, it's I, so yeah. cool. I mean
2: it's uh, cool t- it, to play it, was to when they have like the four uh drumsticks or mallets with mm-hmm. and hand, it's like You a have
0: t- a fucking percussionist in our band. Come on, you know what they're called, you know they're called mallets. I'm
2: not I'm not putting on fucking xylophone <laughs> rec I don't have one xylophone record, but I'm just saying okay, the and, Yo, and, You and only I, have one xylophone record. That's why I, just want, have I just want one. To only focus on that for second because nobody has a xylophone record. I only got one xylophone record. Like like everyone else has like a hundred of them <laughs> no yeah well most, yeah i would assume so but uh uh in that in that youtube video uh, or when he was on stage they play it and they're like all right now what we're gonna do is everybody's gonna play their part but they're just gonna kind of sing it and it was just like the most gibberish like the whole time and then they're like all right so we did that now we're gonna do the same song, but we're gonna dance it. And I'm like, I fucking hate you. I don't yeah. want to watch this anymore. so annoying. I'm telling you, MK so yeah, sounds- Ultra,
0: bro. MK Ultra. I'm telling you, <laughs> <laughs> Laurel Canyon. He's all part. He's part of the whole Didn't thing. He, he died. <laughs> he, died of, he died
2: of like cancer or something like that. I think. I, I don't who know. He died
0: of yeah. I forget. Government but, cancer. Government, government cancer. <laughs> <bro>. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, they got him. That they, they, they killed him, bro. They killed. He knew too much. They kill them. That's what uh, happens. Everyone in Laurel Canyon, they all fucking die, bro. What's Laurel Canyon? It's a, it's like a neighborhood in L.A.
2: Oh, I thought it was like a place they all went camping. <laughs> no? no, that's what I thought in my head. Like they all went there, and then uh, like Bermuda, Bermuda Triangle
0: of California. You are so fucking country. It annoys me sometimes. Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a place we went camping. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So we got one.
1: Um. All right. Um. Unpopular opinion: Pineapples belong on pizza, but onions do not. Ooh. Yeah. I know people fight over that. I like
2: onions yeah, on pizza.
0: P- a pineapple uh, on pizza is not- an abomination.
2: But yeah, somebody just straight up. Onions eat. are
0: terrible on pizza too, though. No I'm, I'm very bare minimum pizza kind of guy. You put some pepperoni on there, it's fine. Some sausage. I'll take some banana peppers too. But we onions go beyond ham. Pizza. That that can stay. But like anything else. We're going overboard, guys. We don't need—we yeah. don't need olives on the pizza. Nothing's gonna make See, I love
1: olives on the pizza.
0: We Nothing's don't, f- don't need That's my number on the pizza. one. Yeah, we don't need anything on the pizza but meat, and maybe some bell, maybe some banana peppers, and that's it. You ever had like eggplants? <laughs> yeah, I love. I do like eggplant on pizza. Eggplant on pizza is good. I like eggplant. You don't yeah. like
2: any vegetables on pizza?
0: Yeah, my, I can do mushrooms. So you don't really taste them on pizza. That's not a vegetable. That's it's a, a vegetable. Fungus. It's whatever it, it does is. the same thing it's not it's actually like an animal technically oh so the vegans are in trouble now aren't they it's not like a real animal no or... that's
1: so are you vegan i'm vegetarian okay so yeah uh, mushrooms are the like the most important food
0: yeah <laughs> for, for <me>. sure <laughs> they're my they're my favorite so if it is a vegetable maybe that's your unpopular opinion they're animals they're, they're like not animals. animals. They, they are li- living, though. They are, they living. are living. They have no. very complex root systems. They mm-hmm. say that, that more comp- complex than the Japanese subway system, which is pretty sophisticated.
2: Yeah, there's like one giant-ass mushroom out in like Yellowstone Park or something like that. There is? Yeah, or something like that.
0: You probably know more about the than we do. We're just talking shit. What do you guys say about it? You probably know more about it, right? Oh, they're just very important
1: and... They know everything, and if you ever watch the documentary, what is it? Fantastic fun, Fungi? Oh, yeah. I, I saw that. It's on Netflix,
2: right? Yes. Yeah. I was going to watch it. Is it
1: good? It's really good. Yeah. But I love mushrooms.
2: I could just eat a whole bowl of mushrooms. It's like I, cooked It's, <laughs> like, it's, it's medicine.
0: It's food. It's. Yeah. I can't stand the way that they taste. They, they all taste like. Uh, the mu- mushrooms that you eat to trip. Not at all. They all taste no. like that. <laughs> You're eating
1: the wrong ones then. <laughs> I, every mushroom the I taste, cuts. I'm like, oh, I
0: feel like I'm, sh- I'm supposed to be tripping in an hour. <laughs> no, Which like is not at the, at the worst thing either. So. No, I don't, mind, I don't yeah. mind the trip aspect of it, but let's, we can all agree that, they don't, that those don't taste good, right? They're fine. Very earthy. Yeah, yeah. very yeah. earthy. It's like, kind of, you ever had kava? Oh, yeah. I like kava. You ever go to the kava bar in Hollywood? I did, yeah. I used to go there all the time. Uh, then there was one in Fort Lauderdale, also.
1: Yeah, that one I went to. There was like this whole cult aspect. There was of a little that weird. One. Yeah, right sure. by right by Culture Room. Yep. Yeah. What's cava? It's,
0: like, it, it's like a drink. It comes from a, from like a root, and it's uh, a euphoric like, drink
1: that has no alcohol in it. Like root beer. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's got a. It's got a. Uh, um, it's, like 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 natural, it's, it's like a natural. It's it's a natural like anti anxiety. Uh, they also like, kind of advertise as like, a muscle relaxer kind of thing. Oh, it numbs all your mouth, yeah. And, like, it has a, it's the the one thing that you drink that has, like, a reverse tolerance. So the more that you drink it, the easier it is to get the effects. Really? Yeah. There's a copper bar right here in Five Points. Uh, it's called... Uh, it gets you drunk? Well, it doesn't get you drunk, but you get get a physical kind of, like... Chill, you know. I have when I lived in South Florida. Uh, I'm a little skeptical. No, it's good. It's like a euphoric vibe. Okay. Yeah, it's it's very relaxing. Uh, when I was when I went to the one in Hollywood. Uh, I mean, I used to go there all the time. But one time I went by, by myself because I was like waiting for somebody to show up, and I ordered like like an entire bowl for myself and drank like ten of those little coconuts, ten of them, and I was legit fucked up. I like, got up and like stumbled to the bathroom. It was it was bad. Um, but if you, and it's legal, yeah, well, it, it, it doesn't get you fucked up really. Right. I drink a lot. I drink way too much of it. Hmm. You're supposed to drink like, you know, two or three little cups of it. And then like, that's, you really can't drink more. It's, it's, it's a bitter taste, you know, oh, it's okay. like, it's uh, not good. It's not good. Everybody's doing it. But I, so, so the Kava bar here in five points, I cannot remember what it's called right now. You do a jazz jam in there every Sunday with Ulysses Owens. The, uh, oh, he's a Grammy yeah. Award-winning they drummer. Yeah, they do yoga in there too. Yeah. yeah, they do like these really cool mocktails, and they do like a uh, like I got I got a uh, um, a cinnamon toast crunch one that was really fucking good. Yeah, and you just, I don't know you sip on it, and it's like you know it it, it kind of relaxes you. It's, there's no alcohol there, so it's just that, and then you so go. Just like listen coffee. To listen to some good jazz. I can't figure this thing out. Ca- it's it's cava. It's not like coffee. It's Very uh, just like
2: a loungy. Do you drink it hot or warm or cold? It's room
0: temp. Yeah.
2: This is all. This sounds weird to me. I'll go check it. We'll I'll, check th- it I'll out. try every, anything once. You know <laughs> yeah, <what I> mean? <laughs> twenty dollars is twenty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: that's man, good, that's I can't remember g- what it's called right now, man. It's bothering me. I, I want to support them, but yeah, it's right here in Five Points. Definitely go check it out. I'll check it um,
2: out. Oh no, I know exactly where that is. Yeah. I, I, I know exactly where that is. Uh, it's off of. Yeah, it's behind uh, yes. Root Down.
1: Right off that side street. Yeah,
0: I've
2: yeah. seen. I see. I go to Root Down all the time. It's one of my favorite bars here.
0: Yeah, you've been there. Before? That bar is awesome. I love it so much. I wish much. they sold liquor there, man. I hang out there all the time. They it's did. never
2: crowded. It, uh, the drinks are cheap. They have a really good beer selection. I know, and but I don't like drinking beer. They just beer that play much. like the best music. They do always. play good music. They always have a disco ball. It's yeah, amazing places. It's like they, the they they also
0: used to do uh, video games on a projector. <laughs> Yeah, the, they used on, to be yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, my wife and I, we'd go and watch somebody playing uh,
1: Mario 3. Nice.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wish they sold liquor there. Uh, I'd be there all the time because I, I live, like, walking distance from there. So I I would go, like, I, I love the vibe of the place. I just can't drink beer all night. And
2: they do like Discos on Friday and Saturday. I've never been there. Oh, they do? Yeah. That's
0: dope. Yeah. Um. All right, guys. Well, this has been a really fun podcast, man. Thank yeah. you for hanging out with us. Thanks today. for having me. Appreciate it, absolutely, man. Thanks uh, for all
2: the gifts. We didn't show them, but yeah, like, yeah. Uh, that you gave us like uh, posters, and I'm really excited to see those posters. You yeah, can't yeah. show up
1: empty-handed.
2: No, yeah. yes, you can't. <laughs> 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 that we're expecting anything, but not that we haven't loved every single cat that's been on here. Of
0: course, but. yeah, no, but we really appreciate, it, man. Thank you so yeah, much. Uh, thank yeah. you guys, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in.
2: All right, adios, Chargers.